Hey, Tiger fans. You've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com drive. Go Tigers! Our opening kickoff brought to you by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and parts. Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises, Ransom Hayes, Great Bend, Beloit, and Grand Island, Nebraska. The Tigers will be in white jerseys, black pants today. The black helmet, Victory Tiger logo on one side, their uniform number on the other. The Lions wearing green jerseys with green numbers and lettering. Green, uh, Gold pants with a green stripe. They've got a gold helmet with a green stripe down the t- over the top and their Lion logo on each side. We're ready to go. Four-day state, Missouri southern state and we're glad to have you aboard parker janky's kick is high and deep it'll be taken and brought out of the end zone from two yards deep that is Jaden stoshak he's got some room to the near sideline out across the 30 and up to about the 32 yard line so a good return by stoshak they're going to say he stepped out at the 30 and that is where missouri southern will start their first possession here today so good field position for the Lions here at home. They're three and two on the year. Luke Sampson is their quarterback. He's out of League City, Texas. Big guy, 6'5", 210. He's thrown for 1,140 yards, nine touchdowns, and a couple of interceptions so far this year. They have only two giveaways all season long, and they've not lost a fumble all year. They start in the pistol, and they're going to play action. Sampson bootlegs, throws. He has his tight end, Deontay Campbell, and he's going to be out near a first down to the 39-yard line. Mikel Williams, the tackle, a bootleg to the right, and the big tight end, Campbell, with a nine-yard gain. They're going to take an eight-yard gain to the 38, second down. Yeah, it was a good job by the Tigers to recognize the play, but Mikel Williams was able just to hold on to the big guy and then go for a ride. It was a one-on-one play and just better run by the tight end. They'll play three tight ends at one time It's in certain situations. Here's Stoshak, wide receiver here to the near side. Rome picks him up in single coverage. And he'll send a tight end in motion. Trace Wilhite, they hand it up the middle. That's Glades, and Nathan Glades right up the gut. Brought down by Sam Brandt, but he's going to have a first down out to about the 43-yard line. And a good gain on that run of five yards and a first down for Missouri Southern. The Tigers blitzed, but they chose the wrong hole. They went over the center, and it was over the right guard between guard and tackle for the first down. So first and ten for Missouri Southern, their first possession of the game. Again, haven't had a lot of big plays this year. They're certainly capable, but uh, they'll just kind of grind you down, and they're off to a good start. First and ten of their own, 43 opening possession. They're going from our right to left. That is south to north here in Joplin. Screen pass caught by uh, Glades out of the backfield. The Tigers wrap him up. He stays on his feet across the 45 to about the 47. Mason Perez in there to make that tackle. Good to see Mason back, the Larned product, after the shoulder injury at the 46-yard line. Short gain of three, and it'll bring up second down and seven now for the Lions. It's 61 degrees, mostly clear, sunny sky, a northwest breeze at about seven. The wind really dying down since the pregame warm-up. It's a really crisp but pretty afternoon here for homecoming in front of a decent crowd here at Hughes Stadium. Second down and seven, handoff to Glades, bounces out to the left. It gets pushed out of bounds by 
John Johnson at right midfield, a four-yard gain to the 50. And now we're going to bring up a third down at about three for Missouri Southern right at midfield. The Tigers on that time got pinched down on the inside. It's Parrish Terry, the defensive end, to the right side of the defense. He wasn't able to get dislodged, and it wasn't able to turn that running back into the help on the middle of the field. Southern leads the MIAA 16th in the country at third down conversions, 52%, mainly because they have a lot of third and shorts. They have third and three right now. Glades in the backfield, Sampson to throw. He hits Glades, he's got a first down. He's driven out of bounds, but not before getting the first down. Kobe Rome the tackle at the 45 yard line. They needed three, they get five, and it's a first and 10 as they Lions moving into Tiger territory on their first possession. Yeah, I feel like that might have been four-down territory anyway. Just the way they're moving the football, had they not gotten the first down, they were looking like they were going for it anyway with that play call. Stoshak and the tight end Campbell was a catcher ready on this drive. Split to the right, and now we're to the ball game. Anthonius Ashley, and Ashley's going to get the carry. The Tigers are able to tackle him down and bring him down for a very little gain. Mason Perez grabbed him from behind and held on to him. Also got help there from Miles Menges. Gain of only a yard to the 44-yard line, and it brings up second down for the Lions, second down and nine. Again, the Tigers did a good job of blitzing. They found the right spot, but the running back bounced to the outside. Forte State is really focused on getting down the middle of this defense, guard, center, guard, and and, uh, Missouri Southern has been able to get outside of that. Pistol formation now, and now the running back will line up to the right of Sampson. He wants to throw, goes deep, and it's caught by the tight end, Campbell. Trevion Mitchell went for the ball, couldn't get it. Campbell the catch, and he's got a first down to the Tiger 31-yard line. Boy, that was almost an interception, but a good job by the tight end. are going to say the 31. That is a gain of 13 and a first down for the Lions. And Travion wasn't able to keep his feet then when he broke on the football, so then his tackle attempt was all arms. Three receivers to the left, the tight end to the right. Glades back in at running back. He'll line up left of Sampson. First and 10, Lions down to the 31s. First possession. There's a slant pattern caught by the tight end, Deontay Campbell. Tigers converge immediately at the 25. Sam Brandt, Mason Perez team up to make the tackle. They're going to put him down right at the, nope, they move it out to the 23-yard line. That's going to be an eight-yard completion. Second down. Uh, So they gave a favorable spot. Quick passes by Missouri Southern. It is not even a three-step drop, and then it just rolls right out of the hands of the quarterback. Deontay Campbell, 6'5", 244. He, he lines up as a receiver, but he's listed as a tight end. He's over here to the left side of the formation, along with Jarmichael Cooper. And uh, Sampson wants to throw. The pass is almost batted down. It went right through the hands of Miles Menges. He came in charging, altered that throw. It's an incomplete pass. First of the day for the Lions, who have so far in nine plays thrown the ball six times. It'll be second down and ten. Well, and that's the good uh, – That's uh, it will be actually uh, third down oh, I mean, and short. Excuse me, third down and short. Yeah, they had that, that one completion. That's the advantage of getting eight yards on first down, and you expect Missouri Southern to go quick pass. That's what's been so successful here on this opening drive. Yeah, third down and two. They had that eight-yard run on the first completion. Pistol formation for Sampson. He's going to play action. Rolls near side. The pass is batted down and incomplete. It was 
Benny Williams coming in from his banded back position. The all 5'9 of Benny Williams deflects the pass from the 6'5 quarterback, Luke Sampson, and it's now fourth down and two. Well, Benny Williams at 5'9 needed to be about 6'10 to get to that pass by getting up in the air, and he did just get a hand on it. And it's a good thing because the tight end had leaked out of the side there, and it was going to be a completion for a first down. 40-yard field goal try for Drake Reese, who was 6 of 8 this year. Ball in the right hash, good hold, the snap down, the kick is high, into the breeze, he's got enough leg, and he put it through. So a 40-yard field goal by the Lions. Drake Breeze has them on the board, but after moving the ball down the field, Fort A. State forced the Lions to three, and it's three to nothing Missouri Southern with 9.52 to go here in the first quarter. Well, I think you feel like that's a bit of a win for Fort Hayes State because Missouri Southern did not go backwards that entire drive. They were on the charge the entire time, and then finally an incomplete pass caused by a tip by Benny Williams is what stopped that drive. So for Fort Hayes State, you really like what you got out of that. And now the defense can kind of go over to the sideline, talk about what they saw, and get an idea of how they want to adjust to this next drive. Kind of a bend but not break. And how about Benny Williams? 5'9", but he was able to get a hand on the pass. And those last two pass attempts, Fort Hayes State got a little bit of pressure. Miles Menges on the prior one from the other side, but the edge rush and then the bandit back to force the field goal try. And eventually what you get out of all those short pass attempts is going to be that fake and then go, a little stop and go route because earlier Travion Mitchell jumped around, almost knocked it away. That was a long completed pass, but Fort Hayes State is catching on to what these passing routes are. Now it's a matter of will Missouri Southern try to take advantage of what will become an over-aggressive Fort Hay State defense. Sean DeLotter back to receive this kickoff for Fort Hay State. Hunter Trail, I believe, is also back there to receive this one as well. Nope, that is Shane Watts, 20 instead of 28. Kickoff taken by DeLotter at the three, runs it up the middle, 15, 20, outside, 25. Flag on the opposite side of the play as DeLotter takes it all the way up to the 38-yard line. The flag is all the way back at the 15-yard line on the opposite side of where DeLotter was cutting, but a great return looks like it's going to be negated here by a penalty on Fort Hayes State. Yeah, and there was some extracurricular after that. Uh, the return man for Fort Hayes State took a shot right at the end of the play when he was already out of bounds. And the block in the back, it's the right call against Fort Hayes State. Part of that is because that was not where the return was set up. So as a blocker on the return, you're working towards a certain way. Well, then when the returner decides to go the opposite way, you don't know that. Your lane changes, and then the guy you block ends up in a different position. So Fort A. State's going to have awful starting field position. Their own eight-yard line to start this ball game. So a rough start here for the Tigers after a return all the way out near the 40 by DeLotter. So Jack Dawson, the quarterback. Shane Watts starts at running back. Dawson throws. It's caught by Trevor Watts at the 10. Gets it out to about the 12-yard line. He's being pursued by a couple of players there. Parker McKee and Ife Current, or Peyton McKee and Ife Current on that stop. But the Tigers get about three, a little bit of breathing room to the 11-yard line. And it brings up second down and seven. Just a simple little hitch pass there to try to give them some operating room. Well, Fort A. State tries to do that with 
just a one-on-one with Watts and then one blocker in front of him who was already occupied. Watts and Horace receivers near side. They hand it off to Shane Watts, running hard up the middle. He's across the 15 to about the 16-yard line where he runs into Colton Winder, a three-time honorable mention All-MIAA linebacker for the Lions. That'll be a gain of about five and bring up third down and three for four-day state. They officially spotted at the 16-yard line. So a five-yard gain and a big third down right here for four-day state from their own 16 down three to nothing on their first possession of the game with 8.46 to go in the first quarter. You need this for field position and also to give your defense a break. Two receivers near one far. Dawson throws in the flat. It's caught by Shane Watts. He makes a man miss. He's got a first down and oh my goodness, he lowers a shoulder into the tackler Ife Curran, he's going to get a flag for taunting after the play. He knocked him backwards, and then he said something to him, and a late, late flag on the Tigers' sideline after a big first down conversion. Shane Watts made a big-time hit. Unsportsmanlike conduct, two big penalties here, and the Lion players are loving that after the Tigers got the first down. And they get a big unsportsmanlike, and it was. He got on top of him and taunted him after the big hit, and it moves the ball all the way back inside the 15-yard line once again. All the way back to the 10. Yeah, I, I know what he did, but the defensive player hopped up after the after the play. It, it obviously didn't affect him at all. I, you know, it, it's a sport where you go out and you – you, uh, you throw your bodies into <laughs> yeah, each other, it, and, yeah. and then you get in trouble for hurting the other guy's feelings. So they get the first down. It'll be first and 11, and Dawson's going to throw down field. He's got a man, and he undershoots him. He found, or Watts was open. He found a crease in the defense here at the 25-yard line, but the throw from Dawson was short. Trevor Watts had some room if he could catch that, but the throw was Low and low down, but in fact, in front of his ankles, he had no chance. And he had two open receivers, and that was the deeper one. He catches that. Trevor Watts has room to run to this near side and then up the sideline. Second and 11, because the penalty was enforced from where the play ended. Now it's going to be a rollout here. Watts throw, or make that Dawson throws. That's Horace at about the 19-yard line. Not a real big gain. Gets about seven, maybe eight. We'll see where they mark that football. It'll be right at the 19-yard line. So an eight-yard gain, and now Fort A. State facing another big third down. They just completed the pass a moment ago. This will be third down and four from the 19-yard line. Three-nothing Missouri Southern. They got a 40-yard a field goal on their first possession. 7.46 to go in the first. Tigers have a little breeze at their back as they go from our left to right. North to south here in St. Joe. Watts lines up to the left of the quarterback. Dawson throws. He has Shane Watts. Does he make the catch? He does at the 25-yard line. It'll be a first down on a completion of six yards. And Watts this time gets up, hands the ball. The official heads back to the Tigers' side of the field. They move the chains for their second first down. Well, and for Fort Hayes State, that was a bit of luck because Watts didn't have his head around when that pass was thrown. I don't believe he remembered exactly what route he was supposed to be running because it was not a timing route. It was just a, a pass that uh, Dawson had to throw. First down and 10. The Tigers at their own 25-yard line. Southern's possession lasted over five minutes. Tigers have a long one here. They haven't moved it very far. Handoff goes to Watts. Bounces out to the left. Now cuts up 30. 35. He's close to another first down. He started left and then brought it right back up the middle of the field. He was eventually brought down by Colton Winder. 
He ran behind the block into Brandon Kerr, and the Tigers moved the chains on a run out to the 36-yard line of 11. Well, good to see Brandon Kerr back on the field. The maze at Kansas and high school sophomore, the center, snapped the ball, and then he was pulling out to the left side, got a great lead block. Chris Brown says he just the offensive line just performs better. He's a great leader. Here's a swing pass to Bryson Smith, and Bryson's going to be engulfed in the backfield. He's going to lose about two or three yards back to the 33-yard line. Not sure if that was going to be a designed pass out of that. There was nobody downfield, but just the way Bryson caught that, he almost looked like he was going to throw it, but then had to eat it, and he loses three. It's second and 13. Uh, it was a forward pass, so it wouldn't have worked out regardless. Yeah. Forte State has got to figure out this pass into the flat because there's too many times there is unblocked players and you're having to make a move around one and in that case three to make any progress. They mark it at the 34. It's a two-yard loss, second down and 12, and it's going to be a pass in the flat and it's low and incomplete. Jack Dawson's throws have been low. That time he was trying to hit Bryson Smith on the slant. It went in and out of Bryson's hands, but again that throw was low and now Fort A. State facing a third down and 12 from their own 34. Yeah, that's two in a row. Uh, that's two of his last three passes that have been low. That is a catch on a slant that if it's caught, you're setting up third down and about two. That's a pass that has to be made. Smith, Trevor Watts, and the tight end Cormany are split to the left. Over here to the right side is Jaden Hortis. Shotgun for Dawson. Watts the running back. Tigers down three to nothing in the first. Dawson throws across the middle. It's caught by Trevor Watson. That'll be a first down. Right across the middle, the wide receiver takes it into Lions territory. Colton Bass the tackle, but he'll go for 17 to the 49-yard line, and the Tigers convert on third down and move the ball into Missouri Southern territory. That's a great route by by Watts. He was able to come over the middle and really just untouched. Good protection by the offensive line. And a good throw by Dawson. Adam hit him between the numbers and he hauled it in. Four-day state in the Lion territory. Now an empty backfield for Dawson. Slaps the hands. Takes the snap. Has time in the pocket. Now it crumbles. He throws. He's got Watts again at the 45. He's at the 40 and near that first down marker. Forced out of bounds by Zach Bergman. A redshirt sophomore lineman out of Rogersville, Missouri. The ball is going to be spotted where? Right at the 41-yard line, so it'll be a gain of eight and bring up second down and three. Tigers marching here. The Lions got a 40-yard field goal on their first possession, and now Fort A. State, it took them a while because of penalties, but they've moved the ball into Missouri Southern Territory. Beautiful afternoon, a nice October day, 61 degrees at kick, light breeze now blowing, the sun shining brightly. First down, or second down and two. Hand off Watts. That's Shane. Knifes his way behind the blocking, and he's got a first down. Boy, he had a wall of blockers there leading that charge. K.O. Cormany, the tight end, one of them. It'll be a first down to the 34-yard line on a gain of seven. And he let Kale work from the left side of that line to the right side, and he was patient with the run, waited for Cormany to seal off the end, and then just followed the big Colorado Springs tight end in where he was able to go. It's a big defensive line for Missouri Southern and give the Tiger offensive line credit. Dawson's had time to throw and have been able to create some running lanes. First and 10, they're down to the Lion 34 here on their first possession. Play action. They're going to set up a screen for Trevor Watts and not much there. He had one blocker to try to block two. He'll only get about a yard to the 33-yard line. 
Uh, that has been the problem, again, with those screen plays and the passes out to the flat. It's always two on two, but you got one player trying to block the two in front, and it just mathematically hasn't added up for Fort Hay State. Clock still rolling down to 3.20 to go in the first quarter. A five-minute drive by Missouri Southern, and now the Tigers have answered. They've had the ball for almost eight minutes here on this possession. Down to the 33, but now it's second down and 10, nine. Dawson, play action, has time. Now he's being flushed, rolls to his left, looks downfield, dumps it over the defense, caught by Shane Watts. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Fort Hayes State, 33 yards from Dawson to the running back, Shane Watts. His first career receiving touchdown. And the Tigers are up 6-3 with 2.57 to go in the first. That's a great job by the Tigers quarterback, Jack Dawson, to keep that play alive. Porter Danovic crushed a defensive end that tried to crash in, and when he went to run away, Danovic just put him right down into the ground. Legal play, Missouri Southern fans didn't like it, and Dawson, he had been low on several passes, dumped that one right over the top, and stretching out to make the catch was Watts. Arnt's extra point is good, and the Tigers put together an impressive 92-yard drive overcoming a couple of early penalties and Fort A State has the lead. 2.57 to play here in the first quarter. Tigers 7, Lions 3 on the Tigers Sports Network built by PWC. First quarter brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy and a reminder to drink responsibly. Unofficially 14 plays 92 yards and the Tigers have a 7 to three lead. Kickoff is going to be brought out from the two-yard line by Stoshak up the middle, then he gets belted at the 18-yard line. That was Hold Hanslick. He's had a couple of big special teams hits. Did the ball pop free? Fort A. State saying that ball was fumbled. They're unpiling. No signal yet from the official. This may have been a fumble. If it is, it'd be the first of the year for the Lions. The officials have not signaled yet, and I don't think it's going to be a turnover. And Stoshak is slow to get up. Man, he got belted by Hanslick. Um, the officials are going to talk this yeah. over. And here's the thing. If, if the officiating crew wants, well, uh, let's see what the official has to say. They say the, the play was stopped before the ball came out, so no fumble. But I tell you what, Stoshak's one of their top targets as a receiver, and he comes, comes off the field real slow. They're going to start from their own 19-yard line. That was a legal hit, and boy, it was a big-time hit. That was an 11-play, 44-yard. No, we'll get that corrected here. They have 11 plays, 44 <laughs> yards for the Tigers. That's not right. I went longer than that. They're their own eight-yard line. We'll get that corrected. There's going to be a handoff to Glades. Tries to cut to his right, and he runs into a wall of Tigers for very little gain, maybe a yard to the 20. Well, they stay with good pursuit. Dimitri Scott was in there, and Brandt and Mikel Williams as well. We're going to give him two to the 21 and bring up second down. Well, and if you are mentioning multiple white jerseys on the play, it tells you Fort Hay State is getting to that swarm tackling. And we talked about adjustments. Notice how there wasn't as much running room to the outside as there was on the first series for Missouri Southern when they got their field goal. 14 plays, 92 yards in 645. So Southern had a five-minute drive. The Tigers answer with a 645 drive, 7-3, Fort A State. Here's Glades, bounces out to the right. He's got room, and it gets ankle tackled. 
Travion Mitchell may have saved a touchdown as Glades got into the second level and gets all the way up to the 35-yard line. That'll be a run of 14 yards and a Lions first down. Well, and we mentioned how this uh, Tiger team can get over-aggressive because of the way Missouri Southern is playing. That was a cutback, a little counterplay over the right side. Kenneth Furman is an honorable mention, all-MIAA guard, and he got a great seal. The former Wellington Crusader. Minute 36 to go, first quarter. What's been a quick-moving first quarter? Quarter, only our third possession of the game. Pass deflected the line of scrimmage and incomplete. That time it was Parrish Terry. He got his 6-6 frame up there and knocked that one away. Second pass deflection of the day by the Tigers. And that brings up second down and 10 now for Missouri Southern. You know what? There's a big line, but Fort A State, both sides of the ball, their offensive and defensive lines holding their own against these big lines. A little different when Parrish Terry goes yeah. up to, to deflect a pass. He's 6'6". A little different than Benny Williams, 5'9". Yeah. Huh? Four down linemen, second down and 10 for Missouri Southern. Everybody bunched near the line of scrimmage. And they're going to hand it off to Glades out to the right, tries to stretch it, and Fort A State forces him out of bounds for a short gain. Right in front of that Tiger bench at about the 38-yard line. It was Travion Mitchell and Miles Menges over there. As Darville comes out, Dimitri Scott comes in. That's a short gain of three, and it's now third down and seven from their own 38-yard line for Missouri Southern. So far today are one for two on first down or third downs. Well, the eye candy is the three wide receivers bunched near the line of scrimmage to the left side. They run away from it, hoping to catch Fort Hay State unbalanced. And now Missouri Southern makes a late change. Fort Hay State can counter this if they want. They only had 10 on the field. Stoshak came in late. The center judge holds them up, and now they go. Fort Hay State showing blitz. Here they come. Sampson to throw. Goes deep and overshoots Stoshak, who leaped and tried to make the diving catch over Benny Williams. So Stoshak came in late, and it was pretty good coverage by Williams. He tried to dive for it. Fort Hay State had the blitz, so the Lions tried to go deep, and they're unsuccessful, and they'll have to punt it here on their second possession with the Tigers up 7-3. to three. If the blitz isn't on, that's a completed pass because the quarterback, Sampson, has time to throw it with a little more touch over the top, but he had to get rid of the football earlier than he wanted. Tigers look lined up like they're going to come after this one. They back away now and will set up a return. It's not a real good kick. Short, it'll land at the 30. Of course, takes a lion bounce inside the 25 and all the way down to the 20-yard line. So it ends up being a 40 two-yard punt. It was not struck very well off the foot, but it's a 42-yard punt. The Tigers will start at the 21. First quarter today brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy, and remember to please drink responsibly. Time out of the field. 24 seconds left in the first quarter. 7-3 Fort Hayes State on the Tigers Sports Network built by PwC. Tigers start for their own 21-yard line. Quick hits pass to Trevor Watts to about the 25. Peyton McKee, their nickelback out of Springdale, Arkansas, in there to make that tackle. They're going to give him progress to the 26. So a quick-hitting five-yard pass completion on first down for the Tigers, who begin their second possession of the day. They went... 92 yards in 14 plays, and that will be the end of the first quarter. Fort A State leading Missouri Southern 7-3 after one. Let's first pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort A State football. 
Second quarter action coming your way next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. 14 plays, 92 yards, not the longest by yardage, time, or distance. They had a 98-yard drive against Northeastern, a 16-play drive against Western, and an 8-minute drive against the Griffins, but came up empty in those. Second down and four. There's a pass to the wide receiver, Watts, who came in motion from left to right, makes the catch in the right flat. He's got a first down out to about the 38. Brought down there by Halid Jabril, but that'll move the chains and a first down for four-day state. They're going to say the 35 is where he stepped out on a gain of nine yards. And I know it was 92 yards on that first drive, but remember, Fort Hay State had to make up yeah. yards because of an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. They started their eight, got a first down, then moved it all the way back to the 11 and had first and 12, got a first down there, and eventually drove it down for the touchdown. They lead 7-3, to three, now going from... Are right to left. There's a draw play to Shane Watts getting the start today. And Shane just kind of waits for the blocking to develop. Gets about three up the middle. We'll say two yards to the 38-yard line. Not a lot of running room, but Shane getting the start again today. Brought down by Cameron Neal, the uh, defensive tackle out of O'Fallon, Illinois. And Jermaine Young, Jr., also in there. Chicago, Illinois product. St. Patrick High. Two-yard gain, second down and eight. Tigers pulled Dawson Reynolds from right to left, the right guard, and then also Kale Cormany from right tight end to left, but it was just a better job by Missouri Southern of plugging up that, that uh, pole. 7-3 Tigers were early second quarter. Four days in the road, Whites today. Back to pass, Dawson throws it near side, lobs it up, and did he get his feet in? Yes, he did. Bryson Smith had to elevate to catch it, but he's got a first down at the 46-yard line. He picked up nine when he needed eight. That moves the chains and a first down. That's good concentration there by the former Houston Cougar to catch it, and then and tap that foot in for the completion. I think you might have gotten two feet in. If there's a ball, and Coach Chris Brown mentioned this earlier this week, if there's a ball in the air, he considered it his, and he goes and gets that football. Good to see him back after that vicious hit he took late in the Missouri Western game a couple of weeks ago. Did not suit up last week. Three receivers split right. Smith here to the left. Shotgun for Dawson with Watts to his right. And there's a flag right as the ball is snapped. Don't believe, was it a delay a game? No, false start. Okay, there you go. False start on Bryson Smith. He left a little bit early, so that'll move the ball back to the 41-yard line. Forty State's had three penalties in this game. One of them in sportsmanlike. They overcame that now. It'll bring up a first and 15. Bryson Smith has also done a good job of teaching some of the young yeah. receivers. We heard from Ryan Allen earlier this week who mentioned men- learning from Bryson Smith and Jaden Horace. Horace and Trevor Watts are split to the right. Now the tight end, Cormany, and Bryson Smith here to the left. Watts lines up in the backfield, left of Dawson, slaps the hands. Dawson sprints right, throws to Watts in the flat. He has it, dives near the first down. He's not going to get it. Peyton McKee shoves him out of bounds at the 49 of Missouri Southern. That's a nice gain to get the penalty yardage back into Griffin territory as he goes 10 and now brings up a third and about three or four yards to go. The uh, injured party on this play oh, is, is well, it is the chain <laughs> on the chain yeah, gang. Not the chain gang, the actual chain got, uh, got hit a little bit. They'll work on that. Gives us a chance to remind you that 
Four-Day State Football brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, the experts at Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute will help you move freely. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. 7-3 Tigers, 12-27 to go in the second quarter. This is only the second possession of the day for Four-Day State. It looks like they've got the chain repaired. Who do you call for that? They're still trying to figure it all out. Well, now they they need to get it remarked of where the first down is supposed to be, so they'll use the marker, the round little marker that is on one of the uh, solid lines, so this, in this case the 50-yard line, to get it re, uh, repositioned. Forte State is finding uh, success with, with Jack Dawson rolling out of the pocket, mainly to his right. We'll see if there's a throwback to the left involved in this at some point. Tigers have it. Second down and five now from the Lion 49-yard line. Dawson play action, rolls left, dumps it to Cormany. The tight end is wide open, makes a man miss. He has it inside the 40 and down to the 35-yard line. Carmelio Hollingsworth, a Memphis, Tennessee redshirt freshman, the tackle. But Cormany was wide open in the left flat. He has it down to the 34. That's a 15-yard pass completion and a four-day state first down. Well, had my mind read on that one because I was waiting for Fort Hayes State to roll it back out to the left. Everything for Jack Dawson had been roll out right so far. Three receivers bunched up in a triangle to the right side. And now Cormany will come out of that triangle and go in motion. Dawson to throw, steps up in the pocket. The quarterback runs to the 30, angles to the southern sideline, and steps out of bounds inside the 25 and about the 23. So a good run there by the quarterback, and Watts, Shane Watts giving him some time there, and then a quick, decisive decision by the Tiger quarterback. Down to the 23-yard line, he gets nine on that play. Missouri Southern rushed four, seven in coverage, and it allowed Dawson to survey because he got a great pocket, but then it was the block by Shane Watts that sprung him for the rest of the yards for the first down. Well, given the first down to the 23-yard line, he picks up 11. Dawson to throw, looks right, nobody home. Now he's going to run that way. He's going to tuck it up and dives into some traffic and takes a big-time hit, but he's got a first down. He lowered the shoulder on that one all the way down to the 13-yard line and another first down. So that's back-to-back runs for Dawson of 11 and 10 yards, and it's a first and 10 for the Tigers. I really thought Jack Dawson might be getting a penalty when he got up because he was kind of talking over top of the uh, the defender that took him down or got taken down by Jack Dawson, but it may have also been a bit of, hey, are you okay? Because, boy, that... That hurt both of us on that one. Yeah, I think I, I was thinking the same thing, but then looking at it, I don't think he was actually taunting. He was actually, I think, talking and checking on him. And now, do we have a timeout here? I think we do. Fort A. State's going to burn a timeout. The play clock was winding down. So we have a timeout of the field. It comes with 10.32 to go. We'll keep it right here. This is not a media timeout. This is just a called timeout by Fort Hayes State. Give you a chance to update you on some of the other scores. Two minutes to go in the first half. It's actually now at halftime. They've just gone to halftime 17-7. to Central Missouri is on top of Nebraska Kearney. So a 10-0 second quarter has the Mules out on top at halftime at home as they're trying for their fifth win of the year. Good one today in Maryville. Adam Dorrell's return to his hometown. It's now 20-14. Northwest Missouri State leading Central Oklahoma. That has 314 to go in the first half. They are early second quarter in Jefferson City, Northeastern State, and Lincoln, both 0-5, tied at 7. 
5.42 to go in the first quarter to up just up the road in Pittsburgh. 7-3 Gorillas uh, on top of the Emporia State Hornets in the top 25 showdown. Washburn and Missouri Western, they've got a late start at 3 o'clock. The your MIAA scoreboard brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPAs, business advisors, and accountants. Offices at Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. Tigers for the first time today inside the Farm Implement and Supply Red Zone. Farm Implement and Supply, Plainville and Colby, your local New Holland dealer. First and 10 Tigers are at the Lion 13-yard line. Leading 7-3 with 10.32 to go here in quarter number two. Tigers trying to punch it into that north end zone. Shotgun for... Dawson throws to Shane Watts out of the backfield, stumbles, gets it inside the 10 to about the 9-yard line. That'll be a 4-yard completion brought down by Zach Bergman. Nice job there by Watts leaking out of the backfield. He was the dump-down receiver, and he got the start today, and he's had all the reps and running back so far. That was a good decision by Jack Dawson because Blitz was on, so time is of the essence. He checked his first read, which was Kale Cormany, this working back over the middle. That was not there, so quickly against the Blitz, getting out to Shane Watts. I give him four. It'll be second down and six from the nine-yard line. Cormany is the tight end along with Sloan Hayden in there. It's going to be a play action. Dawson looks right now. Rolls to his left, tucks it up, throws it late into traffic. It's going to be batted down and intercepted. He tried to force it into the end. He's a little slow in getting up. He tried to force it into Smith. Young got his hand, undeflected the ball, and it's picked off in the end zone. And Jack Dawson throws his third interception in the end zone this year. He has now thrown six picks. Three of them have been in the end zone, and the Tigers come away empty-handed, giving Missouri Southern the ball with an interception in the end zone. Well, he just waited too long. Instead of trying to work that down, you're in field goal range. You've got another down to live. Jack Dawson tried to force that in, and his arm got hit as he threw by Jermaine Young, who then turned around and had some words to say to the quarterback afterwards. But when the quarterback's on the ground, that's not a, a, a taunting. But regardless, for, for Fort Hayes Day, that, that's, a penalt- that's a turnover you just can't have when you're already leading 7-3. Southern now plus six in turnovers. There's a jet sweep to their speedy wide receiver. David Bethune, Sam Brandt there to make the Tiger tackle. Did a good job of reading that play and stretching it near side. In fact, I don't even think he may have lost a yard. They're going to mark it at the 19-yard line. It is a loss of one, second and 11. Good job by Fort A. State and Sam Brandt to read that play all the way. They ran the jet sweep to the short side of the field. There's a lot of room there for David Bethune to operate with. He's a former Jefferson City J. Stoshak, who took that big hit on a kick return. He's a wide receiver all the way to the far numbers on the left side. One here to the near. Pistol formation. They hand it off to Anthonius Ashley. He's a big bruiser, and he gets it across the 25 to the 26. Sam Brandt steps up to make the tackle, but that'll be a gain of seven and bring up a third down now and about three yards to go. Well, this should be a two-possession ball game right now for Fort Hay State, or at a bare minimum, a seven-point lead. And, and even if... Dawson gets that ball off clean. There's just so much traffic in there. He had made so many good yeah. decisions up until this point, and now the Fort Hay State defense has to find a way to, to make a second or a second consecutive stop. Yeah, I was just throwing it out of the back of the end zone. You're going to try to get into triple coverage. Third down and three for Southern for their own 27. Tigers show blitz. Here they come. The quarterback throws. It's going to be caught. And breaking a tackle is the tight end, Nick Panella, and he's all the way across the 45 to the 47-yard line. 
Mikel Williams the tackle, but that'll be a first down on a gain of 21 for the Lions. And Travion Albert has a, or uh, Travion Mitchell has had a really tough day so far today because that was his responsibility, and not only did he not get to the, the ball in time, then he didn't make the tackle, trying to make that tackle up around the shoulder pads. 7-3 Tigers, but the Lions driving now after four-day state through the interception of the end zone. First and ten near midfield. Hand up the middle. That's Javion Marlowe. Marlowe is a senior transfer from Vanderbilt. He played in 16 games over two years at Vandy. Runs it up the middle for about seven yards. Parrish Terry, the tackle, but not before he got to the Tiger 45-yard line. It's an eight-yard gain, second and two. This big offensive line that goes 329, 334, 355, 323, 332 is really starting to pave its way down the field, and that's pretty interesting considering that they have been on the field way less than what you would expect them to be. Southern probably has the biggest team in the MIAA. There's a pass downfield. He's got a man open. That's Akeem Gilmore. He's split between Perez and Mitchell, and he's got a first down to the 24. That is a 21-yard completion and another Missouri Southern first down, and now they're starting to get some chunk plays. Doesn't take long to change the momentum on this play. Only the third play of over 20 yards for the Tigers all year, and it has the Lions down to the 24. 7-3, four-day stay, but Missouri Southern trying to take the lead back if they got a pick in the end zone. Two backs in the backfield. They hand it off to Marlowe. He's bottled up. He still gets some pretty good running room to about the 20-yard line. John Johnson grabs him and holds on for dear life. It's going to be a gain of four on that first down run, bring up second and six. Well, they go with a bigger package, an extra fullback in there, and so that helped pave the way. They do that for one play, and then we'll switch back out and go to more of their spread package that brings out Jar uh, Michael Cooper into the ball game and Deontay Campbell. The tight end who he's listed as a tight end. He he's a wide he's receiver. He's a big wide receiver. 6'1, 236. Or excuse me, a 6'5, 244. And a play action. They're looking his way. Samson throws. It's incomplete. He had a man open. That was Jermichael Cooper. He got the outside leverage on Kobe Rome, but the pass was wide and goes out of bounds and incomplete. Yeah, that is fortunate for Fort Hayes State because that just ended up being a tough. Uh, a tough throw for the quarterback, and he just wasn't able to do to make it. 7-3 Tigers, 5-51 to play until halftime. It's been a low-possession game. Four-day State had driven it all the way down to the red zone, but Jack Dawson threw an interception in the end zone. His sixth interception this season, three of them have been in the end zone, and now Missouri Southern down to the 21-yard line. Third down, third down and six. Dropping back is Samson, throws it across the middle. He's got a receiver, Ezekiel Lang, and Ezekiel Lang takes it into the end zone for a touchdown, and Missouri Southern is back on top. Well, they go multiple tight end set. One of those tight ends goes in motion, and immediately the quarterback knows what kind of coverage he's getting, and it ends up being routes that are running lateral to the sidelines. And those, when it got to the middle, it just put three receivers into one spot, and it just allowed the quarterback to take his pick because there wasn't enough there to cover everybody. And Fort Hayes State really put back on their heels on that drive after they should have had at least a seven-point lead. Extra point is good, and now the line. No, he missed it. I took correction on that. He pushed it wide, and it's no good. So it is a 9-7 to seven Fort Hayes State lead. The kick is wide to the right. 
So Ezekiel Lang, the former Lincoln Blue Tiger, a 20-yard touchdown catch, and the Lions have a 9-7 lead. 544 to go in the first second quarter, which is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra, but please drink responsibly. Back in a minute, this is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Now the Lions go eight plays, 80 yards after the interception of the end zone. They missed the extra point. It's now 9-7. Four days stay with 5.44 to go in the second quarter. Kickoff with the wind of the back is booming out of the back of the end zone. And Four Day State's going to have it at their own 20-yard line. Remember, Missouri Southern or four-day state will get the ball to start the uh, third quarter they won the toss and deferred so maybe a chance to double up here with 544 to go and get close to -to back-to-back possessions 9-7 in favor of the lions eight plays 80 yards in 358 the official time of that possession again it came after the interception see if the tigers can answer here down by just two after the missed extra point. Well, and Fort A. State is facing adversity for the first time today, and it's self-inflicted yep. adversity. That was not a good defensive drive for the Tigers either. Yeah, they gave up some running room there. Travis Dixon to the ball game, and they're going to throw it in the near flat. Bryson Smith has the catch, and he's right at the first down marker. They give it to him at the 20-35. Josh Kelly came in there to make that stop, but it's a 10-yard pass completion, and... Dawson able to find Bryson Smith open that time for a gain of 10. Missouri Southern really protects against the deep ball. Their safety, Irvin Hawkins, is behind the 50. He is lined up 23 yards off the football. Here's Trevor Watson motion. Now lines up in the right slot. Dawson flushed to his left throws. It's caught by Cormany. It's about a six-yard completion to the 42-yard line, hit immediately by Colton Bass. Pick up seven, bring up second down and three. Good job by the Colorado Springs tight end to hang on to that one. He took a jarring hit, but he makes the completion at the 42-yard line is where they're going to mark that. Yeah, Jack Dawson has been in the neighborhood on his throws, but there have been some of them that haven't really been on target. That one was high, leaving Cormany exposed. Two receivers left, two right in an empty backfield for Dawson. He throws quickly. It's going to be low and incomplete. Try to go to Dixon out of the backfield. That was almost the same play that got intercepted at Missouri Southern. Dixon was laying out for it. The pass was short and incomplete, and now it's third down and three. Yeah, I, I was going to say the exact same thing. That was the that was the play, just reversed on the field. Yeah. And again, it was a low throw. Jack has really struggled with some of those throws today on uh, being high and low. Horace, Trevor Watts, Kale Cormany, the tight end, split right. Bryson Smith to the left. Dixon to the backfield. Third down three. They dump it off to Dixon. He's got the first down. He comes out of the backfield, barrels into a couple of defenders. Finally knocked out by Halid. Uh, Jabril, but it'll be a first down. Are they going to say he goes out of bounds at? Right at the 50. Nope, into the 49-yard line. So that's a nine-yard gain and a first down as the Tigers convert on third down, and they're in the Lion territory, down 9-7, to 4-11 to go here in the second quarter. That play works because Dixon was willing to wait in the backfield and then go out late like he's going to block and then sneaks out the backside. First down and 10 for Fort Hayes State. Play action, Dawson to throw. Nobody open. He's got plenty of time. Now he can run. He's got room to the near side. He's at the 40 to the 35. Scuts inside to the numbers and down to the 31-yard line. That is a, an 18-yard run by Jack Dawson, who's having a huge game on the ground. Tigers leading rusher in this contest. 
As Dawson now gets over 40 yards rushing in the first half. He's got a first down to the 31. Good coverage by the Lions, but the Tiger offensive line protected, and then Dawson had a lot of running room to pick up the first down. And he goes through his reads that time. Jack's getting better at being able to go through those reads, but his offensive line is giving him that time as well. And once he realized there was so much green turf in front of him, he ran. Jack needs to remember he has a slide that he can use. Yes, he took a big hit. He's had a couple of those today. Wants to throw slant pass incomplete. Boy, Jack was off balance. Watts was stumbling down. That play with no chance to, for success, and it's second down and 10. Wholesale changes along the defensive line for Missouri Southern. They're bringing in six new players on this drive, and they'll bring in a nickelback as well, bringing out one of their – actually just bringing in a different nickelback for Peyton McKee. Christian Owens in. He's a Texas State transfer, a senior out of Wimberley, Texas. They brought in several D1 transfers on the defensive side of the ball. Second down and 10, Fort Hayes State, Dawson play action rolls right now throws he's got a man open that is Horace inside the 20 and down to the 18 yard line it'll be a 13 yard pass completion and another first down for Fort Hayes State it is bend but do not break for Missouri Southern they give a ton of cushion everybody dropping back deep in coverage and that time along the defensive line they go with two down linemen their tackles but then their defensive ends are standing up it makes it pretty simple for the Fort Hayes State offensive line to call out who they're going to block when the guy's already standing Standing up in front of them. Going to give him a 12-yard gain and mark it to the 19-yard line. First and 10 Tigers back inside the farm implement and supply red zone. Dawson to throw. Looks. Now goes to the end zone for Cormany. He overshoots him. Kale Cormany was able to get a step on Ife Current, the cornerback. And Dawson just threw it a little bit too high and incomplete. It's second down and 10. Oh, that would have been six. That was an easy touchdown right over the top and rather Kale cut that one in a little bit too much, and he was supposed to go to the corner. That's where Jack Dawson was throwing was to the back corner. Farm Implement and Supply. You can see their great selection of new and used equipment at farmimp.com, farmimp.com. Second and 10 Tigers from the 19-yard line. Draw play to Dixon. Lowers that shoulder, takes it inside the 15. And they're going to say he is down at the 15-yard line. Brought down by Zach Bergman, the linebacker for Missouri Southern. Ball just inside the 15-yard line. That is a gain of four. And now a big third down for Fort A. State. Third down and four. It's been almost exclusively pass and the pass now setting up the running game to give it to Dixon right up the middle. We talk about Brandon Kerr the center. He could have been an eligible man down the field. He was far, so far down the field blocking but it's a, pass, it's a running play so no such penalty. Hey, well that offensive line's been good today. Fort A State is three for three on third down. They're third and four right here. Dawson rolls left throws to Dixon. He can't he get by two defenders. He's inside the ten still going. It's a first down on the eight yard line. He picks up seven and that'll move the chains Dixon out of the backfield made a great catch and then lowered that shoulder and drove the pile for a first down yeah they'll stop the clock now because it's inside two minutes of the second quarter and they'll reset they'll reset the clock uh, for a for a few seconds and again still one of those new rules (laughs) inside two minutes it resets or it stops on first down but Fort State going back to a play that they ran earlier giving the ball rolling out left for Dawson, but he picks up a block from Kale Cormany on the defensive end that was able to let that play be successful. Calvin Stapp is in the ball game. He's a wide receiver along with Ryan Allen to the right side. Dixon, the running back, lines up left of Dawson. 
And now Staff will come in motion. They hand it off. No, it's going to be a quarterback run by Dawson. He runs behind the blocking of his running back, Dixon, and takes it down to the five-yard line. It'll be a gain of four. Andrew Portillo in on that stop. And Iowa Central Community College transfer clock rolling down to 52 seconds. Tigers threw an interception to the end zone the last time they got in here. Now Trevor Watts is into the ball game. Four-day state. Down to 43 seconds, second and goal. They're at the five-yard line, trailing 9-7 to seven here before halftime. Three receivers bunched to the right, and now whistles are blown. A flag is thrown. It's going to be offsides or encroach, but it's going to be on the Lions. They got in the neutral zone, and that's going to move the ball down to about the three-yard line. So a break for Fort Hayes State. Stops the clock with 34 seconds to go. Tigers do have two timeouts left mm-hmm. if they want to use them, but they're trying to score here, obviously, but then also not let the the Lions have any time to do much of anything but receive the kickoff. How about the offense today? I mean, they have not been stopped. The only time was when they threw the interception of the end zone. Now Chris Brown talking with head referee. Craig Helzer, and now they'll start the clock. I think they were one, Fort A. State wanted to know exactly yep. when the clock started so they knew what they had time-wise here. So it's now second and goal from the two-yard line. Dixon lines up to the right of Dawson, throws, Dixon dropped it. Oh, he knew he was going to get belted, and the lion who hit him is down. A lion who hit Dixon, Halid Jabril, is down. He took the brunt of that. I think Travis knew there was going to be footsteps or heard the footsteps. He dropped the pass, and the uh, Safety for Missouri Southern just crumbled on that hit. Boy, you hate to see that. He took the bad end of that one. He was the one initiating the contact. And Dixon is a thick dude. 5'10", 215 out of Hollywood, Florida. Garden City Community College transfer. And now you hope that the uh, safety over there, Halid Jabril, is all right. They're going to bring the ambulance out on this one. They've already motioned. He... uh, he hit Dixon and immediately just went down to the ground. I mean, he just, you, you use the word, you know, crumbled, just crumped right down onto the ground and, and didn't move. And that is one of those hits where he's trying to trying to jar the ball loose if he can, if it's caught, and sometimes you end up leading with your head a little bit more and you end up getting the side of a shoulder or the back. You end up hitting something a little bit more solid than what you normally would. So they're going to uh, get a, uh, uh, the ambulance and the paramedics involved on this one. Well, you want to be smart and safe and take every precaution necessary on a play like this. And, and you go back to targeting and all those rules. A lot of it is for the defensive yeah. player. This was not targeting. This was nothing like that. It was, it was just it was a football play. But a lot of those rules have been put in because of the defensive player who's actually sometimes more vulnerable. And, again, this was not a target. This was nothing like that. But he came in to make the hit on Dixon. Again, Dixon's a thick guy, and he just kind of hit him from the side and awkwardly. And they're going to ride the ambulance onto the field right now. And, of course, they're going to do everything precautionary. They rolled him onto his side. He is moving, which is a good sign. But, again, we've seen this so many times. This happened with uh, Fort A. State's wide receiver, uh, Bryson Smith of Missouri Western, where they brought out the, the board and did all of those precautions just to be sure. And, obviously, everything worked out okay for Bryson. We hope the same thing here for Halid Jabril. Well, we at this point at least see him moving his hands, yeah. and they kind of got him – you know, touching his fingers and doing things like that. So we've been able to see at least that from where we're at. But 
Yeah, you you hate to see this for for either team yeah. and 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 for Missouri Southern, he had been involved in a number of oh, plays yeah. already. He He's had, been very active. He had played very well. Nine seven Tigers. They are trailing, I should say, nine to seven Lions. Four day State. Last time they were down here near the end zone, threw an interception in the end zone, and then the Lions came back with an 80-yard drive to take a 9-7 lead. They missed the extra point. And, and they're attending to the injured Halid Jabril, the Los Angeles super junior, if you will, out of Tarleton State, D1 transfer. is one of those, those transfers. He's second-leading tackler in the MIAA coming into today's game. Three-star athlete out of high school in L.A. Actually started his career at Washington State, made two starts for the Cougars before an injury entered his year in 21. Then he went to Tarleton and now has ended up here at Missouri Southern. So he's been a well-traveled and one of those handful of Division One transfers on this Missouri Southern team. We are at the top of the hour, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort Hay State Football. We'll remind you, our second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it and enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today, but remember to always drink responsibly. Let's go ahead and run down the other scores in the MIAA. They're in the third quarter, late third, 4-10 to play in the third in Warrensburg, 24-7. Central Missouri now leads Nebraska Kearney. The Mules ranked 18th in the country. Looking to go to 5-1, and one, had a 10-point halftime lead. They've added to it here in the third quarter. They are now at halftime in Maryville. It's 20-14, to 14, Northwest Missouri State on top of the Central Oklahoma Broncos in the return of Adam Dorrell to his hometown in Maryville for the first time. 6.58 to go in the second quarter in Jefferson City. Northeastern State and Lincoln are tied 7-7. And they're about midway through the second quarter up the road in Pittsburgh. The third-ranked Gorillas on top of Emporia State now 14-3. And Washburn and Missouri Western just about ready to get underway. That, in fact, is just getting underway with a 3 o'clock kick today at Yeager Stadium. That's your scoreboard update. It's brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPAs, business advisors and accountants. They've got offices in Phillipsburg, Stockton, Norton, and Quinter. Here it's 9-7 Missouri Southern. They continue to work on safety. Halid Jabril, the former Washington State Cougar, former Tarleton State product, in his first year here with the Lions, and taking all the necessary precautions, brought out the, the, the flat board and Secure him to make sure everything's okay there. He rolled over. He was moving his fingers, we could see from up here. They brought the ambulance out onto the field, and all the Lions players are kneeling down. All of the Tigers on the sideline are doing the same. And uh, a lengthy delay, which, unfortunately, the bad part of football, it sometimes happens, and we're seeing it right here. Well, and this is also one of those you, you have to – you have to come back from this, mm-hmm. and there's 21 seconds to go in the half, and that's never easy for each of, either of the teams yeah. to try to find an opportunity to come back and play because it, this is the moments that remind you as a football player what is possible. Yeah. And, and if, it's, it's the danger, it's the inherent danger that you take as a risk in this game uh, when you play, and unfortunately 
for Jabril, um, he's the one that uh, that had that risk and that danger today. So, again, we've seen him move. Mm-hmm. And so the good signs are there, and you, and you hope that this is just above all just pr- the precautionary measures. Again, it was a, a little pass out of the flat to the running back, Travis Dixon, and Travis dropped the ball, and I think he heard the footsteps from Jabril. And that's why he dropped it. And then Jabril was the one who hit him and just kind of hit him from the side. And then we mentioned Dixon, 5'10", 215, not an easy guy to bring down and hit him in a way that just forced him to crumble. And, again, rolled him onto the back. And they're just taking all those precautionary measures. We're kind of blocked from everybody as they put him on the flat board. And we'll obviously take him to the hospital and just you. Cross your fingers and pray that everything is okay. Most of the time it, it turns out to be a happy ending and a good story, but you just never know, and you're right. That is every football player knows it, but uh, you try to put it out of your mind. You have to if you want to play this game, and it comes so close to home in front of a big homecoming crowd here today at Hughes Stadium in Joplin. So, again, they're still working on him. Tigers have been huddled up over on their side of the field for quite a while now. And that will become the challenge when play resumes to get back that mental focus. And it probably is you know, 21 seconds left here in the quarter, probably maybe a good thing. Although if you're four-day state, you, you want to find a way to get a touchdown. But uh, I think both these teams could probably use the, the break to kind of refocus and Get everything back mentally on track. Head coach Atiba Bradley, boy, what a job he's done. You talked about it a pregame. A Joplin guy, two-time honorable mention linebacker for the Lions. He's the first Missouri Southern State grad to coach the Lions, and he's over there. So they've got Jabril. On the flat board, now they'll bring the stretcher in. They'll lift him up on that and then obviously take him to the hospital and just hope for the best. It's on the Missouri Southern sideline, so the medical staff got out there pretty quickly. And it took them, it took the, the trainers from Missouri Southern no time. Yeah, they could, you could tell sig- right to away. To signal for, for the ambulance. Two of them rushed right out onto the field, and then a, a third one went sprinting down the uh, the track here at uh, at Missouri Southern in order to be able to get uh, the the ambulance active and, and headed that way. So they've lifted Jabril onto the the stretcher now. Just hate to see this anytime. Got him on the stretcher now, getting ready to move him into the ambulance and then obviously take him off to the hospital. And hear the crowd's response. They, you know, they, they unscrew the face mask from the helmet so they can secure him. And he lifts up an arm. You can see his arm waving and trying to wave to his teammates over there, which are gathered near the ambulance. That's always a, always a good sign. Again, you just hope and pray this is more precautionary than anything else. But both these teams have been on the sideline now for quite a while. 
A nice round of applause from the fans on both sides, as you would expect. That's a big blow. That's the second leading tackler in the MIAA right there. And be interesting if they just continue. Both these teams have been standing around for quite a while. The officials are talking now with Atiba Bradley. Fort A. State has their offense huddled up on the far numbers. The ambulance is yet to get off the field. Both teams are gathering near the line of scrimmage, but the ambulance is yet to leave, so we'll have a little bit of a delay. There is 21 seconds left, and this is a big play here in this game. It's third down and goal from the two-yard line, with the Tigers trailing 9-7. to seven. Both teams are ready to go, but the ambulance is yet to leave the field, so they'll have to wait a little bit more. No doubt getting everything secured in the ambulance before they leave the field. Big homecoming crowd here today. That's certainly taking a big damper out of things anytime something like that happens. Again, Fort A. State had to deal with this a couple of weeks ago in St. Joe right before the end of the game with their quarterback or receiver Bryson Smith. And obviously it worked out well. He is back on the field here today. Ambulance is yet to leave the field of play. Well, as they, they work on him in, in the back, there's yet to be a driver. Yeah, there's enter, no one. Enter the, mm-hmm. the front of the ambulance even yet. Saw him raise his arm, kind of trying to wave to his team as they put him in the ambulance, but now they're... See a driver come around. The driver did not have any urgency or panic. That's a good sign. Now the ambulance will make its way off the field and onto the track and leave the stadium. So if we hear any more, we'll certainly pass that along. We certainly hope and pray for the best for Halid Jabril as the ambulance comes in front of us here along the track and you hear the the fans here at Missouri Southern and their applaud and no doubt thinking for the same thing. But now we're ready to resume. Big third down and goal from the two-yard line for the Tigers. A pistol formation. Now a whistle is blown, and Missouri Southern's going to call a timeout. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good thing. I mean, you're lined up and you're ready to go, and then you're waiting for the ambulance, and then you're ready to start a play. I think both these teams could use a second to kind of compose themselves. Well, and Fort A. State for their part, they were talking about what they're going to run that entire time. Missouri Southern is worried about their counterpart. Yes. Their, all their players are down on a knee. The coaches are concerned about their player. There's not a lot of talk about what are you, what are we looking at on defense? What do we want to do here? And so I, that's probably was the plan thing regardless was hey, as soon as they line up, let's take a timeout. Let's kind of get our bearings about what they're lining up to do. Fort A. State does have two timeouts left. Should they decide they don't like what they see coming out of here in just a little bit? And you kind of wonder, how's Fort Hayes do here? What, what kind of play call is it going for? You're going for the touchdown, but in the back of your mind, is this 
four-down territory for Fort Hayes State being so close. It's only the third possession of the game for the Tigers. A 14-play scoring drive, 92 yards, and had the interception. And now this will be the 13th play of this drive. Third and goal from the Lion 2. Pistol formation, Dixon behind Dawson. And now the tight end, Cormany, comes in motion. They hand it off to Dixon up the middle, lowers his shoulder. Did he get in or did the ball pop free? It's a scramble. No, they say touchdown. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. A late signal by the near side official, but Travis Dixon gets it into the end zone, and he runs behind Brandon Kerr. Fort Hayes State is on the board again. Well, Brandon Kerr came out of the bottom of the pile with the football. That might have been a touchdown by Brandon Kerr. I think you're dead on on that one. They ran right up the middle, and there was a big scramble. And Fort A State scores. We'll have to get the official ruling, but it is a touchdown. And the Tigers now lead it 13-9. to And now Carson Arnton will come in for the extra point. The official is looking over to the Missouri Southern sideline and saying, hey, do you want to challenge this? Yep, they are going to challenge it. So, indeed, it was a fumble that Brandon Kerr recovered, it appeared. The near side official said touchdown. Here's the question is, what is what is the challenge here? There's, there's multiple things yeah. that it could be. Now, one of them could be that a knee went down before the fumble. Now, was the ball recovered in the end zone, or was the ball recovered outside of the end zone? I think it's pretty clear Fort A. State came out with a foot right. Because Brandon Curry merged with the ball. However, all those other elements come into play, and all they said was a challenge. So, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I guess the challenge could be that it was indeed a touchdown, and that opens up more options for you to look at. So they're under the tent here on the near side. Dixon got near the goal line, and the ball apparently popped free, and Brandon Kerr, who was blocking for the running back, got the football. But was he down? Was it in the end zone? What's going to be the call here with 12 seconds to go in the second quarter. As of now, it's 13-9 Tigers. Unlike being at Lewis Field Stadium, when we were at Fred G. Hughes Stadium, we A, do not have a television in the booth that we can see the replays, and B, there is no replay that is shown on their video board down to our right that does show Pitt State up on Emporia State 21-3 for what it's worth. And that is uh, that that is. Uh, completely unknown now we have a view of down into what is the tent for the officials but they're looking on a laptop i've already checked with my binoculars and can't see over their shoulder no the laptop is flat it's a pet tablet it is flat on okay. the table and craig helzer's blocking the view anyway yeah so we we've we've exhausted our our ability to see what it is the, this is going to have to be some sort of camera work yeah. to be able to tell well, because it's just a big pile of people. They have, and, and again, for the live stream, they've got cameras on each end of the stadium. I am not sure which cameras are hooked up. There is a camera on the far side we noticed that is used for replay. Um, they will have an end zone camera, I'm sure, somewhere. Yep, it's on the, uh, that is on the roof of the their locker room mm-hmm. facility. Um, and they, they're the north end zones. They've the got the Davidson camera. Terrace. Yes, the David, which is packed today. What a beautiful day to be there. Uh, and I'm not sure if they'll have both of these cameras. So the camera down to our very left on the edge of the stadium seats might have a good angle. Mike Racy, the MIAA commissioner, is here. He was in Hayes last Saturday, and I think he asked Craig Helzer, what are you gonna, what's it going to be? We'll find out. Craig Helzer, again, we do not have a ref mic feed. He's trying to get them to quit playing music. 
Touchdown, Tigers. The call, the play stands. We're going to give Brandon Kerr the credit for the touchdown on the fumble recovery in the end zone. Fort A State leads 13-9 and will now attempt the extra point with 12 seconds to go. So Fort A State's had three possessions in this game. They've gotten it into the end zone three times. Unfortunately, one of them was intercepted by a Lion. But now a chance to add to the lead here with 12 seconds left in the second quarter. Fort A's offense has been incredibly efficient today. Good snap. And the kick is tipped and blocked, and did it get through? It did. A lion deflected the kick, and it still got through the uprights, and it's good. And it's 14-9 Tigers. My goodness. A Missouri Southern player, that may have been Andrew Portillo, the 6'4 defensive lineman. Judging by his reaction, he Got his big hand on that and deflected the kick, but it had enough momentum to just get through the uprights. And the Tigers lead it 14-9. What a perfect drive for Fort Hay State, not only to go down and get the points, but then you also take almost all of the time off the clock, just 12 seconds remaining in the quarter. The only thing you have to do now is kick off into this wind. We've seen a dangerous yeah. return already today it's by Missouri up. Southern. This wind's picked up a little bit. That's a t- third. Fort A. State had a 14-play, 92-yard drive on their first touchdown. Now a 13-play, 75-yard drive. They lead it 14-9. And all right, into that breeze. It'll be Parker Janke kicking it off for the Tigers. going to squib it. Good call. It's going to roll inside the 40. It's a free ball, and the Lions fall on it at the 37-yard line with 10 seconds to go. So they're going to get 11 seconds, and they'll start at their own 37-yard line. This is only the fifth possession of the game for Missouri Southern. Remember, Fort A. State won the toss and deferred. They'll get the football in the third quarter, leading 14-9. Well, how aggressive does Missouri Southern get? They have 11 seconds, a timeout, and the wind at their back. Can you get down the field like you did on the previous drive and put yourself into field goal range on one quick but big pass? And they got that breeze, which has picked up a little bit at their back. First and 10 from the 37. Fort A State on top, 14-9. Sampson to throw. He's got time across the middle. It's, what a one-handed catch by the tight end. Deontay Campbell down to the Tiger, 39, 38-yard line. That was unbelievable. That is ESPN wow. top 10 type of play right there. What an unbelievable catch. Fort A State thought they had yeah, an interception. I was ready to say, I thought they were going to be able to pick it off. And Campbell, again, he's he's listed as a tight end 6'5", 244. He played at Highland Community College. He's out of, they showed that replay. <laughs> that was remarkable. That's as good of a catch you're going to find in any college football game at any level today. That was unbelievable. That was a laser right over the middle, and he just reached up one-handed, caught it, and pulled it in. You may not see a better catch this year in college football. There may not be many catches better than that in the NFL. 25 yards down to the Tiger 38-yard line, and now the Lions still have five seconds, probably even with this breeze out of field goal range. We'll see. Oh, they're going to bring in Drake Drake Reese to try to kick the field goal here. Only five seconds to go. It's going to be a long attempt. 50 
six yards. His long is 49. He did that against Washburn. Ball is on the left hash. The holder is Stoshak. Snap rolls in. The kick is high. Line drive. He's got plenty of foot, and he misses it off to the right. That thing had plenty of distance. It had been good from over 60, but he pushes it wide right, and Missouri Southern has missed two field or missed an extra point and a field goal today, and the Tigers go into the locker room leading by five, 14 to nine. What a crazy first half, and Fort A State has the lead here at halftime. We will take a break. Our Bank of A's halftime show is next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Fort A State has the lead here at halftime as we get set to start quarter number three. From Hughes Stadium, big homecoming crowd. And Fort A State will have the football here as Drake Brees will kick it away. Sean DeLotter, who had a good kick return, but it was called back with an illegal block in the back, is back along with Shane Watts, who has a touchdown catch today. And the third quarter is underway. High and in over end. This will be returnable. DeLotter from the three-yard line brings it up the middle of the field to the 15, and he gets upended right at the 19-yard line. So not a lot of running room on the high kick. It's brought down by Dylan Romero, one of the special teams players at Fort A. State. There is another flag back at the 13-yard line. Boy, Fort A. State may start deep in her own. Oh, it's unsportsmanlike conduct on Missouri Southern's Ian McSwain, a Goddard product, Butler Community College transfer, and instead of starting at their own 19, Fort A. State gets a break, and that'll move that ball out near the 30-yard line. Let's see where they officially spot it. It should be about the 34-yard line is where they start this drive. He was going to start the second half defensively. Uh, That changed (laughs) and came out of the game. I'll be interested to see here on this drive to initially start, does... For, does uh, does Missouri Southern end up bringing more pressure than they did in the first half? Jaquan Tillis will start at running back here in the third quarter. He had a good second half in the game in Hayes a week ago. Delayed handoff. Tillis runs behind the blocking. Busts out of a tackle across the 40, up to the 45. The he ball the popped free. And was he down? And apparently he was recovered by four-day state. Tillis at the very end of that play coughed it up at the 44-yard line. Kiavanis Davis knocked it free, but a break there for the Tigers. They recovered the 44, a 10-yard gain and a first down. Well, that was almost disaster. That is the second time we've seen a running back now lose a football, or at least we saw the football loose on the touchdown <laughs> yeah. run earlier. Brandon Kerr would like that to be yeah. the case. We can get credit for a touchdown. He came up with it, but they gave the touchdown to Dixon. First and ten Tigers. There is a handoff. To, nope, it's a keeper by Dawson. He runs a bootleg to the left. He had runs into a... Lyon takes a bruising hit at the 45-yard line. Colton Bass and a big-time hit with the quarterback, Dawson, but it's another 10-yard run and a first down. Actually, an 11-yard run to the 45. I do appreciate Jack Dawson's wanting to show how tough he is in this game, (laughs) but he is still a quarterback that is important to this team. He may want to learn to slide, but he got Bass to turn around by faking a throw back over the middle. Two 10-yard plays, and the Tigers have it first and 10. There's Shane Watson at right. Running back, knifes his way, and an ankle tackle kept him from getting another first down. Bass just got a hold of his ankle and trips him up at the 38-yard line, but that'll be a seven-yard run by Shane Watts, and Fort A. State faces second down and three 
And we see Watson there after Tillis coughed the football up after a nice 11-yard gain. Tigers quickly back to the line of scrimmage. They're at the Griff, the Lion 38-yard line, leading 14-9. to Here's Shane Watts again. Good running behind the blocking. And he has a first down as he crosses the 40-35. Dylan Wright in on that top, a Houston, Texas junior out of Chavez High School. But a first and 10 to the 34 on a four-yard gain. Tiger running backs maybe a little bit more patient. Letting the play develop, letting the hole develop, and we're seeing better runs because of it. I feel like the offensive line is a little bit more aggressive in their poles and getting to that next level faster. Three receivers bunched over to the left. Bryson Smith here to the right. Now Cormany comes in motion. They hand it off to Shane Watts. He's got room. He's at the 30, 25, bounces out to the 20, inside of the 17-yard line. Ian McSwain, who had the penalty on the kick return, saves a touchdown. He knocks him out of bounds at the 16-yard line, but a strong run of 18 yards and a first down for the Tigers. Sloan Hayden was the second tight end that time, but he was the lead blocker on on the play. He got out in front of everybody. When Carmody came in motion and nobody went with him, Fort Hay State knew they had the number advantage to the left side of the field. Watts now close to 80 yards rushing in this game. Ian Dawson at 54 prior to that play. Play action. Dawson to throw. The blitz is on. He goes for Bryson Smith, and it's going to be incomplete, but there's a penalty marker. Yeah, that's going to be a pass interference on Ife Curran as Bryson Smith was being mugged in the end zone and got taken to the turf as the ball was in the air. It's an incomplete pass, but this will be a first and 10 for the Tigers on the pass interference penalty. That was Ife Curran knowing that he had given up seven points. Well, he had given up six points, but instead he was going to give up 15 yards and make sure that his defense got a chance to fight. That time Missouri Southern did bring a blitz. They brought two, and Jack Dawson stood in that pocket and made sure that he delivered a catchable ball. Now here comes Ryan Allen into the ball game for the Tigers, who we learned earlier uh, this week. His dad played at Fort Hay State University. Mike Allen was a stud. He's a Tiger Sports Hall of Famer. Allen will be wide to the right along with... Colby product, Calvin Stapp. Shane Watts, the running back, who gets the handoff. Nope, Dawson's going to keep it. Run behind Watts and take it into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. It's a two-yard touchdown run by quarterback Jack Dawson, who ran right behind the running back Shane Watts. And Fort Hayes State with back-to-back touchdowns now leads 20-9 with 11.53 to go in the third. So Josh Shaw, the left guard, is the one that got out in front. Cormany was right beside him and behind them as the lead blocker then was Shane Watts and really it was just Jack Dawson needing to wait and pick a hole and then get into the end zone. Here comes the extra point attempt from Arndt and he splits the upright. So Fort Hayes State scores right before the end of the first half and then they put together a drive of a touchdown here to start the third quarter and with 11.53 to go in the third, Fort Hayes State now has a 21 to nine lead and we're going to have a timeout we will take the break 11.53 to go here in the third it's brought to you by Bush Light proud supporters of Kansas Farmers enjoy an ice cold Bush Light today but remember to drink responsibly back in one minute on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC as the kick is going to be taken at the one yard line and that's going to be Bethune brings it all the way out to the 25 and that is where Missouri Southern will start this possession Dalton Miller, the great Ben Panther there on that special teams tackle for Fort A State. So Missouri Southern, it was a 9-7 ball game. 
The last time they had the football, right after they scored, and now four-day state with back-to-back touchdowns as a 21-9 lane. They're going to officially mark the ball at the 24-yard line. That's where the Lions will start their first possession of the third quarter. Boy, if the Tiger defense could find a way to get a stop here, you got a chance to really put a stranglehold in this game early second half. Wide receiver Akeem Gilmore goes in motion left or right. They're going to hand it off to Nathan Glades, and Fort A. State tried to bring him down. He just stays right behind that big offensive line, which pushes him forward for about a three-and-a-half-yard gain. John Johnson, the Dodge City linebacker, finally able to bring him down. About a three-yard gain. I'll say about a four-yard gain out to the to mark it close to the 34, give him five, second down and five. The offensive line is open to hold, but Fort A. State has done a good job filling gaps, and they're not over-pursuing. We saw it in the first, late first quarter. Fort A. State was over-pursuing, and there was some cutback lanes. So far, so good since then for the Tigers. Last scoring drive for the Tigers, only 3-0-2, their shortest of the day, but they lead 21-9. to Play action, and Sampson pump fakes, throws it in the flat. He's got Stoshak, and Mikkel Williams right there to wrap him up to bring him down for a very little gain to the 30-yard line. It only goes for one. Good open field tackle by linebacker Mikel Williams. Man, he has been good all year long. That was a good stop. Only a one-yard gain. Now it's fourth, third and five. Yeah, but that shoulder is bothering him. He got help up from John Johnson, and he is really favoring his left shoulder again and then kind of reaching over to the right. So whatever the injury was from a couple of weeks ago, it is still not completely healed, but He's not coming out of this game. He's still in the ball game. Ian Johnson, the linebackers. Third down and four. The Tigers show blitz. A Stoshak goes in motion from left to right. Sampson takes the shotgun snap, dropping back, throws it before he gets hit, and he overshoots his target. Tigers got just enough pressure. The pass was intended for Jermichael Cooper, but it was well over his head and incomplete. Yeah, the quarterback got fooled because Johnson and Mikel Williams came up to the line of scrimmage. They backed off, and then at the snap, Johnson took two hard steps at the at the line of scrimmage and then bailed again so it took the tight end that had gone and vacated his spot into that area it took him out of the play and at the time the quarterback still didn't understand that Johnson had backed off and all of a sudden he had time but didn't know it Trevor Watts back to receive the punt it's high and short bounces at the 45 then bounces off the back of the leg of a tiger and it's going to be picked up by Missouri Southern it went off the back of the leg of Solomon McFoy, a redshirt freshman out of Tyler, Texas, who lost track of where the football was. He was the only Tiger even near that ball, and now the Lions will get it back. Fort A. State's had two turnovers today. That one will go down as a muff punt, and the Lions will keep the ball, and they'll start at the 29-yard line. 29 a four-day state, but that could be a game-changing play. You had a chance to get the ball back up 21 to 9 and put a big stranglehold in this game, and now the Lions still breathe life. Two receivers, one of them the tight end, Campbell to the right side. Sampson to throw across the middle, pass is tipped and incomplete. He was trying to go to the tight end, Campbell. He threw it high even for his 6'5 frame, went off his hands and incomplete, second down and 10. Well, we've seen some remarkable catches and had that one got (laughs) hauled in. We are going to start needing to check some gloves around here in Joplin because that would have been an even better catch than the first half. Yeah, that would have topped his Sports Center top 10 catch right before halftime. Jermichael Cooper, wide receiver, split to the far side. Ezekiel Lang, who's got a touchdown here to the near. 
Power formation, they hand it off to Glades, cuts out to the right, gets hit high and taken down low and brought down at the 23-yard line. Travion Mitchell hit him high and brings him down at the 21. That is a running play of eight yards and brings up a third down and two yards to go for the Lions. They're three for six on third down today. Oh, for one in the second half, and they were able to convert their third downs on their two scoring drives. 21-9, Fort Hay State, nine and a half to go in the third, but this drive kept alive after the Tigers muffed the punt return. There's a handoff to Glades, and he's hit and taken down, but I think he's got the first. Mikel Williams wrapped him up and brought him down. He needed about a yard, and nope, they're going to say he is shy of the first down. Might be fourth down. Yeah, then. I think it will be. It looks like they've unpiled. They have not moved the chains. And the marker says fourth down the ball just inside to the 20. And now it's fourth down for Missouri Southern. And it looks like they're going to go for it. They are two for four on fourth down this year. And they brought in a lot yeah. of extra size. Now they just jumble up near the line of scrimmage. And it's going to be a backup quarterback, Isaac Cottrell, in. And I think the Lions may have jumped before the snap. They're saying it's Fort A. State. The officials are discussing. Offsides, Tigers. That'll be a first down. Uh, And Chris Brown's argument is the reason that our guys jumped is because of the movement by the center. So they brought in Isaac or actually, that was Akeem Moore, Gilmore, the wide receiver, came in and lined up at quarterback. Boy, Fort, uh, Fort Hay State mm. coaches are hot right now because they feel like, and I think they're right, that yeah. the center looked like there was bobbed his head and caused the, the jump. Hand off to Glades, cuts up the middle. He's going to get a touchdown. Just kept weaving away from tacklers and scores on a 15-yard touchdown run. And, boy, that mistake on the punt return is deadly and the Lions are right back in this game it's 21 to 15 well and yeah you're you're exactly right it is the mistake on the punt and then the mistake on the fourth down like maybe maybe Missouri Southern converts anyway but they didn't have to try it they didn't even have to try to convert they had a, a wide receiver in a quarterback all kinds of bad things can happen when that goes down Drake Reese to try the extra point he's missed one today Hold is down, kick is up. This one's got plenty of leg. And he misses it again off to the right. He's he's missed two extra points today. He is 0 for 2 on extra points. It stays 21 to 15. And we have another timeout with 8.22 to go in the third. Tigers 21, Missouri Southern 15 on the Tigers Sports Network, built by PwC. Four-day state on top with 8.22 to go in the third. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is four-day state football. Well, a special teams blunder. Ball rolling off the back of McFoy's leg when everybody was clearing to get away from the bad punt. Sets up a touchdown for Missouri Southern, and they're back in this thing. However, they've missed two extra points. And a missed a field goal. It's 21-15, and they may have the lead. High, deep end-over-end kick that's going to go out of the back of the end zone, and Fort A. State will start their own 25. I just noticed, and it helped because of the kickoff, but the wind that was blowing earlier has pretty well subsided, and what little wind there is has switched around, is now blowing more right to left on the football field instead of 
what would be in the uh, helping the Tigers at this time. Missouri Southern has not stopped the Tiger offense today. Fort A. State has thrown an interception to the end zone. Southern eventually scored out of that. Fort A. State has moved the ball and scored every other time. They've got it their own 25. Tigers' issues have been all self-inflicted today. There's a draw play to Shane Watson for one of the few times. He does not get very many yards, maybe about a yard or two up the middle. Cameron Neal, a junior defensive lineman out of O'Fallon, Illinois, there to make that stop. One-yard gain, second out of nine at the 26-yard line. Fort A. State's been able to run the football pretty well today. Tigers have not, in the second half, on their one drive, gone to what they needed or what they did in the first half, and that's rolled Jack Dawson out of the pocket. He did run one time after coverage broke down. Second down and nine for their own 26. There's a handoff to Watts, and this time he is golfed and golfed and taken down for no gain. And boy, you can see Missouri Southern. They're showing some emotion for the first time today. And talk about a game of emotion. And you mentioned it at halftime. It may take one play to turn that around, and that's exactly what has happened. For the first time today, the Lions showing some signs of life defensively and trying to get their first stop against the Tigers who are perfect six for six on third down. Yeah, that drive they opened the second half up with, they didn't face third down. Third down and nine from their own 26. Tigers leading by six. Two receivers left and right. Dawson to throw. Has time. Now it's batted up into the air and almost intercepted. And the Lions got pressure. And all of a sudden, the momentum is turned after the mistake on the punt return. And Missouri Southern is going to get the ball back with a chance to take the lead. Fort Hay State has to understand what is what is about to happen on that play. There are six that are coming on the rush, and, and Missouri Southern didn't hide it. They had six with a hand down at the line of scrimmage, and nobody checked. There, there, was, there was nobody ready to be able to get the football short, and Missouri Southern looks like they're coming after this punt. Yeah, Cameron Zivesen came to punt for the first time today, and he'll get it away, and he's doinks it off the side of his foot. It's at the 45. Stoshak picks it up. He's got running room to the 40, still on his feet, and taken down of bounds at the 39-yard line. A bad punt with a return. It was Zeisenkam, the punter, who knocked him out of bounds, but he only punted at about 24 yards. There is a flag down about the point the punt was fielded. So we'll see about this. Well, judging by the body language of Missouri Southern, they know it's on them. Boy, that would have had the ball inside the 40-yard line. Hold. Illegal blindside block on Bethune. Now it's a break for Fort A. State instead of Missouri Southern starting at the 38-yard line. That flag was thrown at the 48. They're going to start back inside their own territory. It actually turns it into a pretty decent punt. Yeah, it does. Boy, all of a sudden. Fort A. State, who's really enjoyed, you felt like they've been in control of this game, kind of on their heels a little bit. Southern's going to start at the 37-yard line, their own 37. It's 21-15, Fort A. State. This is a bit of a self-implosion by Fort A. State. All started, they they scored, got a stop, but then lost track of the ball, went off the back leg of a Tiger on the punt. Southern got it, got a touchdown, and then a three and out. Pistol formation for Sampson, hands it off to Glades, and the Tigers are there to bring him down for a short gain. He was able to get some second effort out to the 41-yard line, but it was uh, Parrish Terry and Sam Brandt to make that tackle. Gain of about four, 
we'll say three to the 40, second down and seven. And on the last offensive series for Fort Hayes State, they tried to go outside the entire time on those first two rushes. It was right up the middle, right up the gut on that first drive of the second half that Fort Hayes State was able to extend their lead where they found their success. Gilmore wide receiver left, the tight end Campbell along with uh, Stokeshack wide right. They're going to hand it off to Gil to a Glades. Tigers stretch the play and knock him down and out of bounds. He got bumped out by Benny Williams and Travion Mitchell, but Fort A. State just kept forcing the running back to go further right, and eventually he just ran out of real estate and loses a yard back to the 39. Great defense there by Fort A. State. John Johnson guessed the snap count right, and he got into the backfield so fast, he actually had to stop. He was confused as to who still had the ball because he got there at the point of the handoff, and that's what forced that play wide. Southern three for seven on third down. They have third and eight right here from their own 39-yard line, trailing the Tigers 21 to 15. Sampson to throw. It's going to be incomplete. He was trying to go to the tight end, Campbell, and it was well late when he threw that and nowhere near him, and it goes incomplete. Fort Hayes State threw a little twist in on their defensive line. They lined up both Parrish Terry and Miles Minges, the two defensive ends, on the same side of the field. The Tigers rolled up then on the opposite side. Mikel Williams like a standing defensive end and dropped him in coverage. It left one side of the field completely open, but the quarterback never saw it. Fort Hayes State forcing a punt last time. They had it go off the leg. Now a fair catch called for by Trey. Trevor Watts, he makes the field in, pra- in traffic with a lion right in his face at the 31-yard line. That'll be go down as a 31-yard punt, no return, and Fort A. State will have the football. Still on top, 21 to 15. You kind of feel they may have weathered a little bit of a storm there. Felt like Missouri Southern had all the momentum in their favor, but Fort A. State able to keep them from scoring and now have it back. They're going to say their own 33-yard line. And the defense was really able to to weather that storm. You're exactly right, but now the offense has got to get back of being aggressive. They tried to go sideline to sideline on their first two plays on that last drive and went nowhere. Tigers 304 yards of offense so far today, only up by six. Here's Shane Watts with a run. He gets belted as he runs to the right side, but gets good positive yard of about four yards. Brought down by Bergman, Zach Bergman, the redshirt sophomore linebacker out of Rogersville, Missouri. But a good run by Watts on first down all the way to the 39. He picks up six. It'll be second and four. I was a little worried about him on the bottom of that pile because it looked like he was writhing in pain, but he's trying to get out from underneath the two linebackers, Bergman and Winder, who are a combined 463 pounds. He got up, and he's ready to go. He'll, he's got most of the snaps today. Tillis started the third quarter, then he fumbled, got it back, but he hadn't played since. Play action. Dawson dumps it over here to the tight end. Cormany up the near sideline, lowers his shoulder into a lion. That was the cornerback, Jordan Ledette, and it's going to be a first down to the 50-yard line. An 11-yard gain by Kale Cormany moves the chains. Oh, yeah, Jordan Ledette's going to get credit for the tackle. He yeah. did nothing but get in the way of a moving train, and it <laughs> happened to, to derail it out of bounds just a little bit. Delette is 6'2", 177. Cormany is 6'3", 235. Cormany barely felt what was dealt to him. Give him 12 on that completion. They marked the ball at the Lion 49-yard line. 21-15 Tigers, 4-13 to go in the third. Four-day state from our left to right, north to south here at Hughes Stadium on homecoming. Pistol formation, they hand it off to Brandt and, and uh, or excuse me, to uh, Watts, and he's tripped up in the backfield by Jermaine Young. 
He got about two yards. He would have had more, but they got a hold of his ankle and brings him down at the 47-yard line. If Young doesn't stick his hand out, sticking his foot in the ground was going to be Watts, and he was going to run that back to the Missouri Southern sideline, and it was going to be a big gain, maybe a touchdown, a big-time tackle. Fort A. State has really used Cale Cormany in a lot of motion today. There is something that they know about the defense that is able to give the quarterback some cues. Comes in motion here from left to right. They hand it off to Watts right up the middle. He has running room on the first down inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. He just took that handoff and ran right over the right side behind Porter Danovic and Dawson Reynolds all the way down to the 36 and a first down. That's an 11-yard gain for Watts. Guys that are smarter than me like to say they caved in the line. Well, that's exactly what Reynolds and Danovic did, and it was an easy decision for Watts, who is really starting to create more and more field vision for himself. Remember, he played defense a year ago. 73 rushing yards for Watts, his best game in that position. Play action, Dawson throws in traffic, caught by Bryson Smith. He's close to a first down, and now a late penalty flag comes out at the end of the play at the line of the scrimmage, and I think this might go against Missouri Southern. It's about a nine to close, it's an eight yard. Hands to the face on the Lion defensive lineman. That was a nine-yard completion to Smith, and then the penalty is going to give him a first down. Because Peter uh, Porter Danovic is having a day. Porter Danovic is doing what he wants whenever he wants to the defensive line on this series, and he just washed the defensive end out of play, and what he retaliated with was a smack upside the helmet, getting 15 yards to Fort Hay State. So the 10-yard or 8-yard pass completion with the penalty moves it all the way down to the 14-yard line. Fort Hay State inside the farm implement and supply red zone. Trying to build on a 21-15 lead. They hand it off to Jaquan Tillis. Lowers the shoulder. Still moving the pile. All the way inside the 5 to the 4-yard line. That's going to be a 10-yard run by Jaquan Tillis. That was Travis Dixon, excuse me. Dixon, the ball carrier, and Colton Winder ends up on the bottom of the pile, but a yard, or a nine-yard run for second down. That is a weight room run right there. You slap the sled on the back, and you just push forward. Boy, Dixon, two hands on the ball, picks up nine. He lines up left of Dawson, gets the carry again. He's got the first down, almost the same play. He just barrels to the right, takes it down to the three-yard line, and it's a first and goal for four-day state. Back inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply in Plainville and Colby. You're home for bad boy and grasshopper mowers. Well, it's Winder that's on the bottom of the pile again, and he's going to come out of the game. And uh, Missouri Southern's going to go to a much bigger package on the defensive line. It's like a hockey line change right now. But I like what Fort Hay State just did. Second and one from the five. Get the first down. Get first and goal so that you have a, a new series to work with. Sloan Hayden and K.O. Cormody, two tight ends in the game. Now Cormody goes in motion, lines up left slot. Dawson to throw on first and goal. He's being chased. He's going to run. He dives down to the one-yard line. It'll be second and goal, a dangerous run once again for the Tiger quarterback, Dawson. And he's down to the one. Brought down by Dylan Wright, one of those new defensive linemen brought in. Dawson's got a rushing touchdown. He was close to another one there. It'll be second and goal. Tigers will bring Jaden Horace back in at wide receiver on this one. Ninth play of the drive. They're down to the one-yard line. Tigers up 21-15, 50 seconds to go in the third. Dixon lines up to the right of Dawson. 
takes the snap. They give it off to Dixon. He dives, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Travis Dixon with his first rushing touchdown as a Fort Hayes State Tiger. And the Tigers are on top, 27-15. Sloan Hayden was in as a second tight end that time, and he cut block the linebacker who was blitzing because Missouri Southern brought eight into the box, and Fort Hayes never checked. They were going to see what Missouri Southern had and what they had, and Sloan Hayden cut blocks a linebacker that was going to be able to make the tackle, and that allowed the leap into the end zone. Extra point is good. It's now 28-15. to Fort Hayes State on top of the Lions here in Joplin, and... Uh, they're not going to take a media timeout, I don't think. They should be taking one here. Oh, they already have the second one. My bad. I apologize. Third quarter brought to you by Bush Light. Proud supporters of Kansas Farmers. Enjoy an ice-cold Bush Light today, but please drink responsibly. Tiger football also brought to you by Redeem Designs. Your team can look like champions with apparel from Redeem Designs on Vine and Hayes. Whether it's on the field or in the office, let the Redeem team help with screen printing and embroidery as well as graphic designs. Redeem Designs, 2204 Vine and Hayes. Great designs delivered. 28 to 15 and boy you felt the Lions had the momentum but the Tigers come back with a one yard touchdown run by Dixon to reestablish the lead now at 28 to 15. And you credit the defense for making a stop but you also had the blindside block against Missouri Southern that hurt themselves. They were going to get the ball at the fort at the a 38-yard line of, of Fort Hay State. They're 38 yards away from taking the lead, but their own penalty ended up causing them to back up. Tigers had three possessions in the first half. That was their third of the third quarter, and it's a touchdown. Here's a kick brought back by the Lions. That's Bethune to the 20, sidesteps a tackle, 25 to the 26, and then gets spun around and taken down by Logan Heigel, who had a touchdown catch a week ago. He makes the special teams tackle, and with 29 seconds to go in the third, Missouri Southern will have the ball at their 26-yard line, now trailing the Tigers by a score of 28-15. to 15. Well, if you get a stop here, Fort A. State kind of back in the position they were earlier. And they got a stop and then mishandled the punt. Got to stop here and get the ball back. You've got a chance to really take control going into the fourth quarter. Shotgun formation for Sampson. He wants to throw, and he's got a man, Stoshak, who makes a catch in front of Travion Mitchell. That'll be a first down to the 46-yard line. So a 20-yard pass completion by Stoshak, who's been one of their main targets the last couple of years. He's had some big games against Fort Hayes State. Five catches for 48 in their 25-24 win last year. First down and 10 to their own 46-yard line here late well, in the football third, brought to you by BGI, your John Deere dealer with locations quarter. in Buckley, so Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie Nation has a 13-point lead over Missouri Southern in partnership with your family. We, we will be back for the fourth quarter, fourth quarter after State this time out. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. Lions have it, first down and 10 at their own 46-yard line. Sampson to throw and a sliding catch by Deontay Campbell. Nice grab. 
plays. He was able to make that catch sliding in front of Kobe Rome at the 38-yard line. That'll move the chains and a first down into Tiger territory. You don't want you don't want Missouri Southern getting any extra no. momentum and two big pass plays going to do that. They're dropping back quick, letting it rip, and that time the quarterback Sampson had that one out before the uh, wide receiver had even made his cut. First down and 10 for the Lions. They're going to hand it off to Marlowe, and Fort A. State does a good job to wrap him up and bring him down quickly. John Johnson, the linebacker up there to make that stop. That was actually a Th- Anthodius Ashley, the Phoenix, Arizona senior, transfer from Saddleback College. Gain of, they're going to give him progress all the way to the 35. Three-yard gain, second and seven. Florida State is completely fine with Missouri Southern running the ball for three yards. Second down and seven. We've lost our live stats here. Florida State has controlled the total offense so far in this game. But the Lions trying to move the ball down the field right here. Second down and seven. They're at the Tiger 35. 28-15, Florida State early fourth quarter. Handoff to Ashley and Kind of just follows that big offensive line and gets it down to the 31-yard line. Gain of four on that play as they unpile Jason Wallace and Evan Darville, the two interior defensive linemen on the stop, and now a big third down for the Lions. Third down at about three. Now this is four-down territory for a team that needs two touchdowns, and so they'll be planning this out as if they're going to make sure that they get positive, some sort of positive yardage to set up an easier fourth down. They're three for eight on third down today, 0 for three in the second half. They need three here. They're at the Tiger 31, 28-15, Fort A State. Two minutes gone here in the fourth quarter. Pistol formation, Tigers show blitz they hand it off to Ashley he stopped short of the first down he gets about a half a yard Mikel Williams was there to greet him and ball is just shy of the 30 yard line to bring up fourth down yeah there, there's no decision here for Missouri Southern they'll they'll go for this now they're not going to run in that big uh, package that they had earlier uh, with Akeem Gilmore going under center to run uh, the tush push or whatever it's <laughs> called in the NFL these days They do bring Deontay Campbell, the tight end, who's had a big game out of the game. They bring into another uh, fullback, Trace Wilhite. Yep, he's a tight end. It's a fullback right here. Fourth down. Sampson rolls out and throws. It's going to be caught in a first down. Brandt tried to knock it free, and it's a great catch by the tight end, Nick. Panella and a first down. Mason Perez, the tackle at the 20, but they get 11 and a first down. Brandt was there, but he could not jar that ball free, and it goes for a completion, and the Lions still alive. It's first and 10 down to the Tiger 20. That's a bold move by Missouri Southern. Play action with your two running backs and then roll out with a naked boot, and you've got John Johnson barreling down on you, and the quarterback, Sampson, got rid of the ball just in time. 28-15 Tigers, but the Lions are driving. They hand it off to Marlowe, and JV and Marlowe is uh, taken down. Parrish Terry hit him first, then he had some help for the rest of those uh, in- interior linemen. John Johnson was there as well. No gain on the play. Second down and 10. I don't know if John Johnson will get any credit for the tackle, but he's the reason that the tackle was available because he read run. The hole opened up. He shot that gap, and he forced the running back to jump cut. Once to his left, right into the arms of Parrish Terry. 
Second down and 10. The Lions down to the Tiger 20-yard line, trailing by 13. Draw play up the middle to Ashley, and he lowers that shoulder, drives the Tiger pile back to about the 15-yard line. Brant was in on that stop for Fort A State, and John Johnson as well. It's a gain of five, and now another third down for Missouri Southern. Four for nine today. They've got a third down and about four from the Tiger 15-yard line. And Chad Anderson is coming in at center the, t- uh, the starter is coming out of the game very slowly. We'll call it third and five. They need to get it to the 10-yard line. The ball is on the right hash at the 15. Four down linemen for the Tigers. They're up 28-15 nearing the 10-minute mark of the fourth quarter. In motion comes Stoshak. Pistol formation for Sampson. He takes the snap. He drops back. He throws in the end zone, and his receiver stopped. He was trying to go to Ezekiel Lang, who stopped the route at the five. The pass went into the end zone, and now it's fourth down. I think uh, Wright thought it was a run. He was trying to block on the play and got a signal crossed up. Fort A. State now defensively will bring Jaden Barker into the ballgame. They're going to go for it on fourth down again. They need two scores. They're down 13. Fourth and five from the five. 10-18 to go in the game. Three receivers split to the left, one here to the right. Ashley, the running back. Tigers show blitz. Now they back away. Sampson going to the end zone. He's got a man wide open. Stoshak, he catches it for the touchdown. Some broken down coverage there. And Stoshak with the 15-yard touchdown catch on fourth down. And the Lions are still in this thing. It's 28-21. to 21. Well, Fort A. State had played so well defensively that entire drive. You're forcing third downs and fourth downs. You're making Missouri Southern burn that clock. And there was miscommunication on the left side between Benny Williams and Mason Perez, the bandit backer and the safety. Now left Stoshak wide open in the end zone. He'll be the holder for the extra point. And this one is good. That one a little emphatic from Drake Reese, who had missed a couple earlier. And it's now 28 to 22. So it's a six-point game with 10-11 to play. And Fortnite State's defense has been good today, but they give up the touchdown and the lead down to six. Our fourth quarter brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring the aloha, crisp, easy drinking beer. Enjoy a Kona Big Wave on game day, but drink responsibly. Back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Well, we go to the in the fourth quarter at Fort A State. You felt have been in control of this game. Now lead by only six, 28 to 22 after the Lions go 74 yards in 10 plays. If you want my major difference between Missouri Southern of 2023 and the Missouri Southern for the prior, I don't know, 15 years, how long has Fort A State been in the MIAA? That's it right there because in prior years, that 28-15 score would have been as close as it got rest of the way because Missouri Southern just didn't have what it takes to bring it back. There's the kick. It's going to go into the end zone, and Fort A State will start at their own 25-yard line. So they had three total possessions in the first half, got a couple of touchdowns and an interception thrown in the end zone. They end up having three possessions in the third quarter. They get two touchdowns out of it. And now they'll touch the ball for the first time in the fourth quarter, leading by only six with 10-11 to play in the game. Tigers 28, Missouri Southern 22. Well, this is, this is not conservative 
milk the clock no. time. There's too much time left for that. Dawson in the shotgun. Dixon in the game. Lines up to his left. Now Cormany comes in motion. Lines up right slot. They give it to Travis up the middle. He stopped initially. Keeps the feet moving. Gets about two yards. Not a whole lot there for Travis Dixon, but he gets it out to the 27-yard line. Brought down by Cameron Neal. We've called his name a lot. The junior out of O'Fallon Township High School in the St. Louis area. I really like the 6'6", 267-pound junior. He plays football at that defensive tackle and this seems weird to say but the right way like he doesn't over pursue he's in the right spot he plays good football second down and eight four day state for their own 27 up by six handoff dixon cuts to the left lowers the shoulder gets to the 30 maybe the 31 he's brought down there to bring up a third down and about four yards to go So they run the ball on first and second down. They mark it at the 31. It'll be third and four for the Tigers, leading by only six here early in the fourth quarter, down to now 9-13 and counting. You could tell that Missouri Southern was sitting run on those first two plays. They they knew that Fort A. State was likely to come out in a running uh, type of uh, formation here. Tigers six for seven on third down today, over one of the second half. Now Tillis in for the first time since the first play of the third quarter when he fumbled but recovered his own. He'll line up left of Dawson. The tight end, Corbin, he comes in motion. Back to pass, Dawson throws, looking for the home run ball for Smith, and Bryson has it and steps out of bounds at the 40. His momentum carried him out of bounds where he would have scored, but they go over the top, and Bryson Smith with a big-time catch down to the 39-yard line. It goes for 34 and a first down. We talked about bold moves by Missouri Southern on offense. That's a bold move by Fort Hayes State. But again, there is something in the motion of Kale Cormany that is letting Jack Dawson know the defense, especially in the secondary, and he realized that he had one-on-one coverage, and he felt like his wide receiver, Bryson Smith, was the better of the one-on-one coverage. he went out and got it. His momentum carried him out of bounds. Now Tillis carries it right side, breaks a tackle, 30, cuts back up in the middle of the field to the 25 and down to the 24 brought down by Jordan Levette, the cornerback. Good strong run by Travis by uh, Jaquan Tillis. They're going to say his knee hit at the 26 yard line. That's a 13 yard gain and a first down. You know how many times we talk about these running backs being patient today? Well, Tillis could not be that time because somebody from Missouri Southern got deep into the backfield, and so he had to immediately sprint outside the right tackle. Tigers have run for 179 yards today. The impressive part 6.5 four yards per carry. That was a good run there by Tillis, who lines up left of Dawson. Two receivers left, two here to the right. One of those is Cormany. The tight end of the slot. Dawson shovel past to Tillis to the 20 and just gets it down to the 19, trying to run behind a wall and then gets shoved back. But he takes it down to the 19-yard line on the shovel pass and gains seven yards on first down. Colton Bass. And Adrian, Missouri sophomore, one of the linebackers in there on the tackle. Well, if you've ever watched a Kansas City Chiefs game and watched Patrick Mahomes to either a tight end or a a running back, that's the play. They let the defensive lineman get through for the shovel pass. 
Shane Watts is in at running back. Trevor Watts comes in at wide receiver. He'll be split here to the left side with Bryson Smith. Second down and three. They hand it off to Shane Watts. He's going to be close to the first down. He gets his ball, gets the ball down to the 15-yard line. Zach Bergman, that tackle. They may mark him at the 16, which is still close to the line to gain. We'll see when they unpile. But a good wrong up the middle. They say move the chains, I believe. The one official is saying move the chains. Now they do. First down, Tigers on a three-yard run by Shane Watts. Boy, Fort A. State's been big. Over 180 yards rushing today. Well, and this and this coaching staff has realized that the offensive line is controlling this ball game. And now that you get inside of the 20, now you start playing the game here a little bit. You start running down the clock. Tigers back inside the Farm Mumpaman and Supply red zone. Farm Mumpaman and Supply, Plainville and Colby, your local New Holland dealer. First and 10 from the 16-yard line. Handoff watch, trying to run behind the block into the right side. and just nobody or no room to go. He gets engulfed. Maybe gets a yard, maybe a yard to the 15-yard line. Well, and if you're Fort A. State, you don't want to play for a field goal here. No, you want to. There's too many things that can go wrong in that. But this drive started with over 10 minutes to go, down to six. This drive has taken almost six yep. minutes off the clock. Remember last week when I said I love that running clock thing and, and it doesn't stop on first downs and going out of bounds? Boy, do I love it when my team is up uh, by six points late in the fourth quarter. Second down and nine. They mark the ball to the 16-yard line. 28-22, Fort A. State, 5-15 to go in the game. The Tigers trying to get another score. Here's Dawson. Eludes a tackle. Dumps it out to Cormany and the tight end's got a first down. Inside the 10 to about the 7-yard line. A little misdirection. Countered. Faked the counter in the backfield and then caught Cormany running across the flat over the right side. Ife current the tackle, but that'll be a first down. It'll be first and goal at the 7-yard line on a completion of 9 yards. Uh, uh, I think they mark, they're going to mark him just a hair Short. Oh, they are. He needed to get to the seven. He is short. Apparently, maybe stepped out of bounds. So now third down and inches. Clock rolling, 4.35 to go. Dawson in the shotgun. Shane Watts to his right. Cormany the tight end left side. And now the Tigers are going to burn a timeout. They have three timeouts. They're going to use one here. This is obviously a big third down. They mark Cormany just shy of the first down marker. I can't believe, A, I can't believe they're not measuring this uh, for how close this is. But, B, I think Fort Hay State thought the same thing. I believe they had the idea that it was a first down, and so that's what they were starting to roll with. When they realized that it wasn't, instead of rushing in a final play and trying to get something off quickly, take a moment. Remember, not only has the defense been out there for a long time, a drive that's coming up on six minutes long, but so is your offense. It's okay to catch your breath and then tell your offensive line, look, this next yard's on you. You want to help? You want to close out this game? You want to make sure that this goes the way of Fort Hayes State? This front five, this next yard's on you. Tiger football brought to you by the Taco Shop, where the order by phone, use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. Dustin said it well. This drive right now about five minutes and 45 seconds. It's third and less than a yard, third and inches. They need to get it to the seven. The ball is... I mean, not even a length of the football shy of that. The, the nose of the ball is on the hat. Yeah. I really can't believe they're not well, measuring. The offensive line has played outstanding today. Kerry Carey, Rock, Kerr, Reynolds, and Danovic. 
Can they get a first down here? They hand it off to Watts. Hesitation move. He's got it down to the five. The running backs have been so patient today. And Watts showed it right there. He took the handoff and just waited a half second and then found a crease. He's got a first down to the five. It's first and goal. Yeah, he has to wait because Dawson Reynolds and uh, Porter Danovic, 330 and 280 are pulling right side to, to left side, right guard, right tackle to left side. And so he needed a moment for those two big guys to get ahead of steam and push the pile forward about a foot and a half where he got the first down. I need to correct myself. Josh Shaw in at left guard right now. He's played well today. Corman, he comes in motion, first and goal. Dawson hands it off to Shane Watts, angles to the right, takes it into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State with 3.39 to play in the game. The Tigers now lead at 36-22. They call it pancake block, Gerard, and Cale Corman, he is stacking them up this afternoon, and that's what he did on that last one. He's the one that was able to get into the right side and kick out the final what would be tackle and be able to put the Tigers back up by two possessions. I said 36, 34 to 22, Fort Hayes State. Here's the extra point, snap a little bit low, a good job by by Segovia to grab it and put it down, and a kick is good from Arndt, and a big-time answer for Fort Hayes State after Missouri Southern had scored to cut it to six. Fort Hayes State drives it down the field, and they lead 35 to 22, on a 10-play, 75-yard scoring drive that takes over six minutes off the clock, and Fort A. State now leads again 35-22. to That was a big-time answer by an offense that has had to try to figure it out this year. And there are some things that have worked really well. There are some things that they've really struggled at. But today they have found out what worked well, and it's going right at that defensive line and the middle of that, that Missouri Southern uh, defense. And Fort A State for one series in the second half when they ended up needing to punt the football away, try to go sideline to sideline. And they got two yards on two plays and then ended up throwing a tipped pass that was incomplete, punted the football away, and no more. Fort A State is going right at the, the Missouri Southern defense. And if it goes to the outside, that's because where the play is taking it. It's not designed to go that way. Fort A State is loaded up behind this offensive line and has done really well. I know you name players of the game after the contest, and there's a lot of people that you can choose from. This offensive line has been phenomenal today. Big-time game. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort A State football. Carson aren't doing the kickoff duties here for Fort A State after kicking the extra point. It's going to be a high, short kick, and the Lions are going to fair catch it at the 25-yard line, and that's where they'll have it. 3.39 to go in the game. Fort A State by 13, 35-22, to and Southern takes over first and 10. Well, what an answer by that offense. It is, and you got to make sure here that you take care of business on the defensive side. We've seen Missouri Southern with the capability of hitting some big passes. They've had more big passes against Fort Hayes State in this game than the Tigers have given up all season long. First and 10, they're gonna actually have it at the 27. That's where they rule the fair catch was made. So they'll start at their own 27 yard line. They drove 74 yards and 10 plays on their last possession and got a touchdown, but then the Tigers come right back with a 10-play, 75-yard drive and lead by 13. There's a snap back to Sampson, dumps it out of the flat to Glades, and a good shove out of bounds by Mikel Williams. He grabbed him and then shoved him out, 
and prevented that from being a bigger run. Only about two yards maybe, second down and eight. Mikel Williams was just trying to keep him in bounds, but everybody, including the clock operator, not remembering that yes. we're not inside of two minutes left, so the, the clock actually stopped for just a moment. But nice little uh, run out there, one-on-one -on -one tackle by Mikel Williams. Only gains one, second down and nine. Tigers up by 13. Sampson to throw. He gets some pressure, throws it short and incomplete. He was trying to hit his uh, receiver on a seam route. That was Akeem Gilmore, who had some inside leverage, but Forte State got just enough pressure and forced him to throw that ball, I think, a little bit sooner than he wanted to, and it goes incomplete. And now a big third down and nine for the Lions, who are three for eight on third down today. That's a recurring theme today. Forte State getting just enough pressure to force the throw early. It cost Missouri Southern a touchdown sometimes earlier. Sometimes it's not always a sack. It's that pressure. And here we go. Third down and nine. It's a quick throw by Sampson. It's caught and hit immediately by, is that Sam Brand? No, that is uh, Travion Mitchell who makes the tackle on Akeem Gilmore, but it'll be a first down to the 37-yard line. Picks up 11. Well, and, and uh, it was good coverage by Travion yeah. Mitchell. Uh, there's not a whole lot more that you can do than what he did on that particular play. Great coverage. It's a better throw. Good receivers on this Lions yeah. team. Both squads today. Sampson back to pass, dumps it out here on the near side to Pinella, the tight end. Gets hit out of bounds by Mitchell at the 41-yard line. So it's only a gain of four yards, 245 and counting. The clock still rolls. Travion's going to go back and clip that one off of the huddle, Phil. <laughs> Big tie hit right there. Here's Sampson to throw quickly, and a sliding catch. Is it a catch? No, it's incomplete. They said the ball bounced into the hands of Akeem Gilmore. It would not have been a first down. It actually probably benefits yeah. Missouri Southern because it stops the clock. Yeah, Missouri Southern, a couple of the coaches reacted, and I think the, the, they thought better of it too, was thinking, well, it wouldn't have been a first down, and the clock would have been running. That's probably better for them. Third down and seven, but this is four-down territory with Fort A. State up 13 and two and a half minutes to go in a game. Four-down lineman for the Tigers. Samson takes the shotgun snap. A little bit of pressure. Rolls to his left, throws, and it's going to be caught. Good coverage again by the Tigers by Benny Williams, but it just went to Akeem Gilmore, who's six feet, and he just went up and grabbed that away from him. It's a first down. To the 50-yard line, they get 11 or 9 in the first down. Now they go back to work. They're going to try to go deep, and it's going to be broken up and incomplete. Tried to go to Stoshak, who wanted interference, and the ball was jarred free by Kobe Rome. Right along that Fort A. State sideline, second down. If the ball would have been delivered later, and I know that sounds weird, but if it, it was delivered later, absolutely pass interference. But the ball got on the receiver so quickly that the timing of it was right by Rome, and now the Tigers will go to three-down linemen. 2.06 to go in the game, 35-22, Fort Hayes State trying to get a big road win today in Joplin, where they've won five in a row. Back to pass, Sampson throws across his body, and it's dropped. It was in the hands of Jarmichael Cooper in the middle of the field in front of linebacker Mikel Williams, and he dropped the ball at second down. Fort Hayes State has thrown out a lot of different looks today, and it's for the first time they've gone three down linemen. So you got Miles Mingus, Jaden Barker out there, and uh, Dimitri Scott, I believe, is the one that is out there at this moment. Uh, we've seen Jason Wallace in there during that time, and so they're dropping eight, and the quarterback hadn't caught on to that yet, and uh, was a little surprised he had as much time as he did, but still no open receivers. I said second down. It's third down and ten. There's a pass in the flat. It's caught by Pinella, and he's taken down immediately on the play. 
by Sam Brandt. Boy, he's made some big tackles. That's going to go for five. Nope, they're going to say out of bounds with the 47. It only goes for three. And here could be the ball game right here. A minute 56 to go. It is fourth down and seven for the Lions. Tigers have had the ball for 34 minutes today, 12 more than Missouri Southern. Fourth down and seven. The Lions from the Tiger, 47. Four-day state by 13. This could be the game. A pass across the middle. It's intercepted. It is picked off by John Johnson. And four-day state gets a takeaway with a minute 48 to go in the game, leading by 13. John Johnson, the Dodge City Jr., with his first career interception. And the Tigers get the ball back and can run out the clock with a minute 48 to go. John Johnson started on a blitz. Him and Mikel Williams and John stopped at the line of scrimmage. He was just making sure that the quarterback wasn't going to run, and at the point that he realized there was no threat of run, he backpedaled about three steps, and the, and the quarterback just never saw him, and he threw the ball right into John Johnson's hands. Forte State has read the formations and the plays extremely well today, and, and minus a few miscues, this could be much a much more convincing win, but this is one of Fort A. State's better all-around efforts today. I think there's going to be a, a bunch of pleased coaches on the sidelines after today. And, look, their job is to find things that went wrong, and, of course, they're going to find things <laughs> that went wrong. They're going to find a lot of really good films out of this Southern one. Southern still has their three timeouts. They can stop the clock. Fort A. State hands it off to uh, Shane Watts, and he'll just – Move his, the weight, the ball up the middle of the field. He's getting close to a 100-yard gain, 74 yards going into that carry. Dylan Wright, the tackle for Missouri Southern. But four-day stay now. The Lions call a timeout, three-yard gain. They'll take it to the 49 of Western, of Southern. Yeah, four-day stay was, still needs to run plays here because of the timeouts. You just kneel it three times, and you're punting the football away with a whole bunch of time left on the clock. Fourth quarter brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring the aloha. It's a crisp, easy-drinking beer. Enjoy a Kona Big Wave on game day, but please do so responsibly. Dustin will talk with head coach Chris Brown, grab a couple of players as well. Before they head to the locker room, it's they dress over the basketball arena, the Leggett and Platt Athletic Center, which is across the street and halfway across campus. They get to go to a little makeshift Locker room, I don't know, it's more like a storage storage shed for halftime, supporter potties, so that works out well. Um, they built a brand new, nice, the, the Freeman Health System, I don't know what you, their weight room, their coaches' offices, they didn't build a visiting locker room, it's more one of the more inconvenient places in the conference, so Dust will try to catch the coach before they head across the street, because you don't want to walk a half mile. Not today. Second down and seven for the Tigers, leading by 13. Hand off to Watts up the middle. He's going to have a first down or very close to it. He's right at the line to gain at the 43-yard line of Missouri Southern, just running right up the gut. And Missouri Southern's going to call a timeout. They're going to move Markham just shy of the first down by about a yard. It'll bring up third down at the Missouri Southern 43-yard line on a six-yard gain. Forday State can pick up about a yard here. That will wrap it up. Well, not only will it wrap it up, but it's going to put Fort Hay State at a benchmark that the coach, Chris Brown, 
talks about all the time, 200 yards rushing. Mm -hmm. Right now the Tigers are at 199 when they update the stats on that last six-yard run. And so for Fort Hayes State, Chris Brown has always talked about it's an attitude thing. He wants 200 yards rushing. He's awfully close today. You know why he wants 200-yard rushing. Under Chris Brown, Fort Hayes State is 37-3 and when they've rushed for 200 or more yards. They did it a week ago, and if they win today and they get those extra, that 200 yards, that'll be 22 consecutive wins when rushing for 200 or more yards in a game. And if they get a first down here, they will more than likely get that because they need a yard. I cannot say enough good things about this offensive line today for Fort Hayes State. Third down and one. Now they're going to shift and bunch everybody in near the line of scrimmage. The Lions will bunch as well. They hand it off to Watts. He drives up the middle. He's got a first down, and that is going to do it. Watts needed two or one. He gets two to the 41-yard line. That'll be a first down with a minute 27 to go in the game. Southern can only stop the clock one more time, and the Tigers are going to get a big road win today in Joplin. Let me also explain. This is a good Missouri Southern team. This is not your typical go on the road and win at Missouri Southern because the buses were able to make it to Joplin, Missouri. Fort A. State played a really good football game today and they needed to play a really good football game because this Missouri Southern team is solid. They're 3-2 and two coming into this for a reason. Could be they're, undefeated. They're going to win more games as the year goes along. Well, their losses have been by seven or less. They've been in every game this year. Now the Tigers go to the victory formation. They'll down it Southern can use one more timeout if they opt to. I don't think they're going to. Fort A. State will need to take one more knee. This was a good win, and Fort A. State still hasn't played their best football. Had a few mistakes today that made this closer. Jack Dawson takes the snap. He'll down it on a knee, and that is going to do it. The Fort A. State Tigers come into Joplin and spoil homecoming for Missouri Southern. Fort A. State wins their sixth consecutive game here at Hughes Stadium. In front of a big homecoming crowd, they knock off the Lions 35-22. to The Tigers are now 4-2 overall. They move to 3-2 in the MIAA with a big road win here today over Southern. We will take a break. Our postgame is next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Coach, congratulations on the win. We know one of your benchmarks is 200 yards rushing, and you're right there, 199, 200, 201. We'll see what the final stats eventually read, but you get to that benchmark, and lo and behold, a victory is on the other side of it. And that's just, you know, if you can establish the run game, a lot of great things happen. It keeps your offense on the field. It wears the defense down, and, uh, you know, we were able to do that today and establish the run game, and I really think that really helped our offense out. Especially defensively, we could have stopped them a little bit better on, you know, d- during their run game and getting too many yards, but... You know, a win's a win, and we'll take it any way we can get it, but we played as a team tonight. From my view in the press box, it seemed like the offensive line had a really good day. They did, and that's something we've been stressing all week, and uh, I got after them a little bit, you know, on Tuesday, and said, you know, we need to learn how to establish a run game because that's where everything's won. You know, you, you get a run game going, plays, pass plays come open, play actions come open, all these different things that happen will come open if we can establish a dang run game, and, you know, our kids did that tonight. This game wasn't without some of its own adversity, but most of it created by your own team, but yet able to get through it and maybe the mark of the maturity of this team a little bit yeah we're finally starting to figure it out right i mean there's some plays in there that that we never should have had i mean the interception was stupid um 
you know, the, the Peter call and getting hit by the ball, and now they get the ball back and give them points. And uh, you know, we got we got to find ways to start eliminating those stupid mistakes that, that are costing us, you know, some of these games. But fortunately enough, it didn't cost us this one because our kids kept playing hard and they, they fought through it. Talk about Jack Dawson's day. You mentioned the interception, but really outside of that, distributed the ball well, ran when he should have run. He had an overall pretty good day. You take away that one play, and it's a great day. It is, and it's just that one play, you know, just. It's a chance to get points on the board. You know, be smart, just throw it out of bounds. Or he probably could even ran for, you know, a first down on that play as well. But, you know, he, he had a good day, and he's going to continue to get better, you know, week in and week out. We just got to eliminate those stupid plays there. Defensively, a couple of blown coverages. But overall, defensively, it was a big team effort. There was a lot of uh, a points where it seemed like a tackle was made, but it was because of what three other guys did in order to force the tackle. Yeah, we did. I mean, too many big plays, you know, we gave up. I mean, I don't say there was big, big plays, but enough plays that we haven't gave up you know earlier in the season that we got to eliminate those things we got to make better we got to make better breaks on the ball and, and get some picks and get some turnovers and you know, I think we only had one turnover defensively in this game that's not enough for us we went three you know at least three a game and you know that's something we got to work on in practice is having better breaks and getting better drops and getting hands on receivers and, and all those type of things but you know good win good win and we just gotta go learn from our mistakes here and get better this is a good Missouri Southern team that you beat on the road today I think when people see Missouri Southern on the schedule they think back to the times when Missouri Southern was really struggling. This is a good team you beat today. Yeah, Coach Bradley's done a great job with this group. I mean, they got some big guys as well. Their tight ends are humongous, and, and they run great routes, and they're physical, and they're aggressive, and you know, defensively, they give you some fits with some things that they do, but you know, our guys really prepared this week and studied film and, and got together in the film room and did the things it takes to win ball games. but uh, you know, he has built, he's building a program here, and you know, this group's going to be tough to tough to beat down the road as well. We talked with you a lot this week about the roller coaster ride your team has been on. Win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. Did you notice something that carried over from last week's getting prepared for a game into this week's that maybe is able to start a trend here? It's just a practice. We had a, we had a great week of practice. You know, our, really, our kids really did buy into that this week and did the things we asked them to do. Um, had a great week of weights. Um, every kid got their study hall hours in. I mean, just all those little things that go into to being disciplined and accountable and, and having great character and, and, and making the right choices. And, and that's what we tell our kids to do. It's all about the choices you make that's going to determine what happens on Saturday. And everything you do matters. And uh, you know, our kids took that to heart and everything they did this week mattered and they had a purpose and you know you can see that today they came out with a W. How big is that then as a coaching staff that you're telling them these things, they do the things and then it results in a win because if they do everything right and then it doesn't result in a win, it's hard to keep uh, keep telling kids that. It's just, I, mean, I think it's just the whole culture of our kids right now and, and their belief, you know, and the confidence that they're playing with and knowing they can win every ball game that they go into and, and just, you know, playing with that confidence and, and playing with poise and, and doing the things that we ask you to do because that was one thing I thought we lacked a little, lacked a little bit of was, was poised against, you know, some tougher teams. And today we had a really tough team. And our kid, I thought our kids played pretty poised and, and played confident and made the plays and they were called. Coach, congratulations on the win. Thank you. Congratulations on the win today. First of all, offensive line helping pave the way for right around 200 yards of offense, uh, of rushing offense. Had to feel really good uh, along that line today. Yeah, we've been talking about it a lot. We need to establish the run game, and we did it last week. That was a little bit different because it's Lincoln. But this week, we went out there and did it, and it's just a great feeling to be able to run the ball. And it was from play number one of the day that you, were, you guys were able to do that. Yes, sir. I mean, we came in with a different mindset, and we were just ready. Does it matter who's behind you running the football? Because there were multiple different guys that got to carry the ball today. We got a lot of guys that are really good back there. We just got to pave the way for them, and we know they're going to make the plays, run hard. Running the ball or passing the ball, what's the favorite of the offensive line? Running the ball, 100%. Saw you get involved with a couple of, I'll call them scuffles, with a couple of uh, the defensive guys. Is that just kind of the the uh, result of how the day was going and how good the offense was moving? 
I mean, I did, everything I did was during the whistle, and then they get upset <laughs> after. It's our, like, they were losing, they were upset, so I just can't give in to that and got to go back to the huddle. It's been a journey for the offensive line. There's been some movement along the line. It's a young offensive line. Do you feel like that this line is starting to come into their own today? Yeah, we're definitely, like, I think Dawson's the oldest he transferred, but I think me and Shaw have played the longest on the line, and we've only played half the games last year. We're just young. We're building, and as you can see, like, we're getting there. We're going to be good. Talk about just the overall win today for the team and what it meant. Um, It meant a lot, like, We've been going up and down, win-loss, win-loss. We put two wins together, and now we just got to keep rolling, keep getting wins. And always nice to get one on the road. Yep, 100%. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Well, congratulations on the win today. First of all, an interception at the end of the game never hurts the feelings of the guy who gets to pick off the ball. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it felt good. You know, I just read his eyes, and the ball came straight to me. You know? It was a it was a big defensive effort by the entire team. There were several times it looked like that you or Mikel or some of the other guys were the cause for some tackles, even though you may not have gotten credit because of plugging a hole in the running game or, or forcing a ball to go somewhere else. It, it seemed like a good team effort on the defensive side today. Yeah, you know, you're not always going to make the play every time we're to tackle. You know, as long as you're just doing your job and say that's, you know, filling your gap, you know, you're helping out your teammate our brother to make the play so is that maybe this the hardest thing to learn as a defensive guy in college is just do your part because it seems like everybody that comes into college they're the defensive star on their team and they can kind of do what they want but in college it's a much different game yeah it, it is you know it's, it's really a team thing you know some guys you know they want to they want to be the star they want to have all the tackles but a good team you know you're gonna have those guys that may not get a lot of tackles but they're the ones that cause the tackles you know so there was a moment in the second half where it seemed like the missouri southern would have been able to take the lead maybe really steal some momentum but the defense came out forced to punt talk about kind of transitioning and and backing up the offense when when they needed it oh you know it's just it's just about having belief you know i mean we get put in a lot of situations you know that aren't on our end but you know we just got to come together which we did we came together and we got the stop was there anything about their their offense that you guys were watching for today that then you were able to as a result of all the film work all the work uh the work during the week that was able to pay off um i would say i mean they had they had some pretty good receivers i mean you know we just had a couple blown coverages i mean we prepared we prepared pretty good this week but you know we just gotta be disciplined i just say you know we had a couple of coverages blown and we just got to prepare better this coming week. Some of the guys we talked to early in the week were talking about backing up last week's win with a second win and, and creating a little bit of a streak here, getting back-to-back wins. How big is that for this team? It's big. You know, we've been on kind of like a roller coaster, you know, 1-0 one and, one and, oh, and then 1-1, and one, two, you know. So it feels good. You know, it's just it's up from here. So Congratulations. Thank you.